Okay, sorry. Uh, Nintendo Power. Hey. 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 Hi. Thank you for tuning in to the Now You're Playing With Podcast, the podcast. This is a podcast for me, Brett, a writer in L.A., and Weston. Who's also a writer in L.A. Who's also a writer in L.A. Yeah. Going over every Nintendo Power. Every issue of Nintendo Power Magazine. Going through every single one, and we're talking about it, and here's a little surprise. Now we have guests. Wait, what? What? Yeah. Oh. What? Ooh, boom. What? <laughs> what? Oh, man. Uh, Where? Uh, uh, oh. Uh, oh, he's, he's sitting he's right He's in the here. room with us. Oh, my God. Hi, guys. Uh, our boy, Andy Petruzzo. Andy hey. Petruzzo. Hey, let me just say I love rapping with buds about the Tendo. <laughs> the Tendo? <laughs> Off to a strong start. I'm a writer in LA as well. Oh my god! Look at us. Hey, yeah, thanks for at... having me on, guys. Hey, yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on. Um, yeah. I think we're jazzed to jazzed to do this. Yeah, we should have a uh, should have a non writer on the podcast at some point. I don't know. What am I saying? That's crazy. Never mind. I've done other stuff in my life, as I assume yeah. you guys have as well. Mm. Yeah, we... <laughs> I um. <laughs> I'm an admin assistant. Hey, hey that's that's something. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm a global ac- commercial account manager too. So I guess there's that. <laughs> okay, well, all right, well, all right, in high school, well. I worked at a haircut store, so I'm not, right. I'm not sweating it. Wait, okay. I worked at a. Did you work at Sports Cuts? Sports, yeah, Sport Clips. Sport Clips. Did either of you ever work at a Panera Bread? No, no, but that's a delicious place. Oh my god, yeah. The thing is, I like worked there, and you'd think. <laughs> You'd think I, I would have gotten sick of the food eating it constantly, but I didn't. Wow, what do you think? What do you think, think of it these days? Still great. I mean, when I go there, it reminds me of work. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a level of me that gets like depressed when I go there. But sure. uh, for the most part, like the food's still great, and it's, I, I still appreciate the vibe of a Panera bread. Brett, I, I have a question for you about Panera bread. Yeah, what's up? How'd you keep it fresh? How do I keep it? Eat uh, a Panera bread, and you like the entire menu. Like, there is a lot of stuff there. What was your secret? Oh, honestly, I mean, that's the crazy thing, too. It's, I mean, I'm a man of, like, repeating the same order over every yeah. time. Like, I, I could do... Well, well, by nature, Panera forces you to change your order. If, you, if, you, if you've got, like... Wait, what? Panera Bread constantly changes the menu. I don't, I don't know... I if, didn't know that. If you're aware, like, seasonally, they constantly, like, soups go in and out. Um, uh, huh. Certain sandwiches become available for a while. Sandwiches change. So, mm. I, I think there's a level of me always trying to... The new, the new hot item. Great. Yeah. Uh, do you ever eat those? Uh, it's like a piece of bread that has a soup inside of it. You ever oh, do that? A bread bowl? Yeah. yeah. Of course. That's yeah. great. Yeah, I would. I mean, I think once I started eating there all the time, the bread bowl, because that's kind of a gimmick. It's like if, if you worked at Rainforest Cafe, you wouldn't get the volcano every, every time. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Maybe get... like the first five times. Yeah, first couple of times. Then after that, uh, uh, in R.I.P. Uh, Grand Forest Cafe, by the way. Uh, Wait, are they gone? I'm pretty sure they're gone. Yeah, it was sort of a... We really should have eaten there when it was at that mall. Is there, I, yeah, I have, it, was, it was at Katie Mills Mall yeah. in are, Katy, Texas. Are Rainforest Cafes in L.A., is, did it make it that way? I, I would be shocked if it didn't, but I feel like it was sort of uh, a product of, of a different time. And, and you're right. We didn't appreciate it when we had the chance. <laughs> we were a bunch of idiots when we were young. It, Order that. Oh, I went there all the time. I got, I got my Rainforest <laughs> Cafe uh, hours. Then. Well, wait, was it the food or was it the ambiance? Um, yeah, it was the ambiance, okay. I, I could say. Uh, um, 
seeing monkeys play the bongos. Love that. Um, <laughs> See, I, I would know what you were talking about if I went to the restaurant. Did you never go? No. Oh, I, a couple of times, it, but like on special occasions. Do you know what a volcano is? I, that's one of the food things they have? Yes. Okay, yeah. So a volcano is um, it's like a huge ice cream dish. Uh, it's like a bunch of ice cream with two brownies like piled so it looks like a volcano and they have a sparkler in there and when you order it they start like flickering the lights and screaming volcano <laughs> and they bring you it's the amazing. food it's like this big uh, uh, fancy ice cream that uh, sounds if it's still dessert. around we should we should go there I when I was in Orlando last year before everything shut down I did go to a restaurant with animatronic dinosaurs and every 15 minutes a meteor would hit and kill all of them Really? Yeah. I don't uh, think it was Rainforest Cafe, though. I think it was something else. That's pretty, uh, yeah, that's pretty dinosaur, brutal. Uh, dinosaur Doom Cafe? Yep. There was, a, there was like an ice cave. If you want to go to the bathrooms, you had to go through all the family tables in the ice caves. That's wow. cool. That's elaborate. I, I like ice caves. How do you guys like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? They're, they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the cover. <laughs> the cover. Hey, it's it's like May slash June, 1989. Uh, by the way, we forgot to before we get to this amazing uh, Ninny Turtle cover, cover. That's what I call them. Uh, Ninnies. Yeah. So uh, back when we started this pod, I said something about how there were no other games magazines in the U.S. Yes. At this point in time in 1989, that is no longer true. Nintendo Power was joined in the first half of '89. With Electronic Gaming Monthly and GamePro. Ah, two good magazines. Two classics. I love them. And so, <clears throat> would Nintendo get covered in those as well? Yeah. So, like, they're just more broad strokes of... Less of a propaganda thing. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a little bit of propaganda in these Nintendo powers. <laughs> just it's, a small amount. <laughs> fewer just, like, whole pages of maps of levels, too. They, they were a little more... They did, like, tips and tricks and stuff. That's where Pro Tip came from. That's a GamePro thing. Oh, really? Pro tip, don't, you know, shoot oh. yourself in the foot. With, I've seen that on with a social media. Yeah. Still a meme. The Aurelial didn't make it, but Pro tip did. I'm glad that uh, people are, are agreeing that this magazine's... I mean, uh, it's obviously totally propaganda. It is. But it, I, I felt like I was being overly critical. But it, it is just straight-up propaganda. absolutely is. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's isn't it kind of like fascism, right, or something like that? I don't really know yeah, like uh, I, political I, terms. But I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they had like um, a photo of like Sonic pissing in his own mouth. <laughs> oh, sure. It's like, hey, kids, check this out. You know, Sonic yeah. is pissing. That's uh, yeah. When we get into the early '90s with the uh, the Attitude Era, it wasn't just a wrestling thing. Yeah, it's in the magazine. Yeah, things get really weird. This is still the era of like. Cool kids looking cool, doing cool stuff like surfing and neon, stuff like that. Yeah, neon sunglasses. So it's very saturated with the colors. Yeah, and and I mean, other cool you know teens are the Ninja Turtles. I guess they are teenagers. They, they are teenagers. And they, uh, Why didn't they have more stories in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoons of them being like petulant brats? And I guess they did. I guess that was all Raphael ever did. Never mind. I didn't. I mean, on. that's what I'm curious. Are well, I, I do want to uh, mention, I didn't ever notice this about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but like they're, the belly of their shell are abs. Is, yeah. that, is that always how it's been? And pecs. Yeah. Pecs oh. and abs in a grid. Have they always been so buff? I didn't... I, are they muscles, or is that just the way that their cara, carapace is, <laughs> is formed? Much like Batman's armored suit. 
the carapace is modeled also to look like a, a man's abdomen. Wow. Yeah, those are at least like trying to be at. Like, wow. That's I, not, I mean, I, I don't think. I mean, I actually own a turtle. Uh, so, oh, do you? To, yeah. So, I, you know, I know what the like underside a, like of a figurine, a like a ninja turtle figurine. No, it's a turtle named Turb. Uh, we have a. <laughs> The living turtle. Uh, oh, that that was the tank, the aquarium in your living room. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah, it's not mine. It's Chad's turtle. Oh. Uh, do you love the little guy? I do love the little guy. He'll, uh-huh. he'll follow your finger. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. A but, little red-eared turtle? He's what? A red-eared turtle? Um, I can't. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a vendor turtle. It's a okay. vendor brand. It's, gotcha. Uh, bought off the streets. You got, <laughs> you got him from a machine? Uh, Chad's sister bought it like drunk when they were like on the streets of some beach. Oh, gotcha. Oh. It's the origin of that turtle. And it does not have shell abs. So. It's okay. just a shell. Although, actually, its shell has um, a inward like divot because uh, it's a male and it gets, so that way it can mount um, oh, gotcha. female turtles. Gotcha. Oh, like how some of the Transformers that merge into... You know what? Let's move on. Well, actually, I guess these, <laughs> these abs have the same... Uh, I guess probably the same function. It's oh, probably, they it's can, probably to attract. <laughs> yeah, people like uh, April O'Neil. <laughs> so inside the magazine, <laughs> the, well, the, do, do you guys actually have like I've never watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Do you guys have a history? With, there, there's with like those shows. A Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles it? cartoon for every generation because there was yeah. the one that we had growing up, which was not great, uh, but the movies were cool. Yeah. Because they were like animatronic live action Ninja Turtles, Ninja Tees. Uh, what do I, I call them? Ninny Turtles? Ninny Turtles. I have a thing where if everyone loves something, I don't love it. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, you know, everyone loved them like in kindergarten and first grade, including Weston here. It's true. And my mom was his first grade teacher. It's true. And he would draw Ninja Turtles drawings and yeah. I would find them and tear them up. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. You knew that I did. That's <laughs> true. Is- I, I heard you were a little a little troublemaker. I was. As a kid. I was putting like tacks in people's chairs and stuff like that. <laughs> little little Hellraiser. We'd get there faster if we took your your dad's car, Drew. There's yeah. like stuff like that. It's like, hey, hey, Drew's mom, why don't you take take me out back and make a man out of me? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like with the Ninja Turtle drawings, I am just learning about the, the, this revelation. <laughs> this, this incident. Somehow, I never heard about it. All right, I think we gotta, we gotta move forward. <laughs> no, no, we should stay on the cover. Um, uh, there's a so they started a 900 number. There's a new ad on the inside for Captain Nintendo. Andy, you weren't here when we did the two parter that told the origins of Captain Nintendo. Yeah, I guess tell it's me, tell good me. Good to have a guest because that way we can always give context to stuff. Yeah, Captain Nintendo was like kind of like this weird fan fiction story like a uh, uh, like an employee of the Nintendo Power magazine made uh, like caught in an explosion in a workplace it was, accident it was like this uh, <laughs> yeah like <laughs> uh, in a love triangle with some receptionist and another woman that worked there and he managed to screw up his chances with both of them at once yeah right. it was like clearly like an employee probably himself like it's clearly like he wrote himself getting superpowers and having like every girl in the office have a crush on him right. and he kills Ganon with a letter opener Wow. The actual Ganon or some guy in the office that he called Ganon? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, it was actual yeah. Ganon. Ganon yeah. was the guy he bullied. You are Ganon to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and of course, that was the origin of Captain in the Game Master. Uh, as, as everybody knows, the, this fan fiction two-parter. Anyways, uh, he started a 900 number after the incidents 
portrayed in the magazine. And uh, you can call that number 24 hours a day to get a, is it a two-minute tips loop? Yeah. For a dollar fifty, which is like, I don't know, with inflation, what is that? Like one nine hundred four twenty. Oh, nice. Sixty one hundred. Nice. I wonder if that was sixty one hundred. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> was do you think four twenty was a um, term back in this day, or is, is that a newer? I don't know if they had weed in the eighties. Yeah, for sure. I think they <laughs> smoked it all in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was then they. Where's grew, your grew more of it. I, I can't get it. My. The what? I can't get it the badumch fast. You gotta. Yeah, yeah, all right, slide. Sorry. That'll do too. But these kids are like, first of all, they're looking very cool. Their clothes are from the Cliff Huxtable collection. That's true. Um, they're mesmerized at what they're hearing. They're which holding, is holding some kind of curved <laughs> instrument that I've never seen before. Yeah, they're holding uh, some sort of wired device. Uh, yeah, I. Dude. It's a phone. We're making a joke about the old. It's old an old, yeah, it's an old phone. It's an old phone. Yeah, phone sure you don't that. <laughs> yeah. In, in the old days, uh, phones you couldn't connect to the internet with your phone. At least as far as I know, you couldn't. Um, I didn't. Yeah, it depends on the phone. I guess. I guess so. Why in the world would you pay like four dollars to hear two minutes of tips and you don't even know if it's a game you own? I don't even know if it's game tips. It might be something like. Attention, children. Nintendo is the best, and you should tell your parents to buy you more games and more systems. That'll be $20. Tell your friends. It's, it's like, yeah, what if you don't have, like, in Rygar, I don't have Rygar, but the recording just keeps going. You're like, it, it, hey, kid, when you're playing Rygar. Yeah, I don't have, I don't have ver- Rygar. I don't have Rygar. to the vertical part. Uh, make sure to press B twice to, <laughs> to kill the Armagurans. Captain right. Nintendo, I don't have Rygar. I get the picture just I being like... I can't hear you, kid. This is a recording. <laughs> heavy breathing. <laughs> <sighs> Slow night at the Nintendo warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who I call Ganon keeps drinking all of the coffee in the kitchen. <laughs> this is Captain Nintendo's tape diary. <laughs> it's 9 p.m. in Redmond, Washington. <sighs> <laughs> where, are you, where are you? Are you a child? <laughs> All right, I think I think it's time <laughs> it's time to rip open this mail. Mailbox. Mailbox. I love that. We're here at the mailbox, guys. To start things off, these kids made a punch recipe. Yeah, was, Mike Tyson's mean, punch. Yeah, in for context of the mailbox, it is when people kids will send letters. Yeah, but more importantly, and they kind of respond, kind of always, usually in a very lame way to the letters. It's very, very corporate. Yeah, Um, but the kids are like you—you never know what you're going to get in the mailbox. One time, you might hear a story of kids spending thousands of dollars to travel across multiple provinces and countries to acquire ice hockey for the NES. Yeah, so you know it's hit or miss. Uh, Yeah, because we start pretty strong with that—that punch recipe you talked about, guys. Uh, This punch recipe. Mike Tyson's Punch, two cups strawberry Kool-Aid, two cups raspberry Kool-Aid, two cups ginger ale, one box frozen strawberries. That sounds pretty good. Guys, do you want to try this recipe? Yeah. yeah. It's in my fridge right now. You made oh! it? Oh, that's what I'm oh man, that is, that's going to be, this is going to be fun. I, you know what, I, the thought had occurred to me, but I was like, I don't think so. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I, uh, oh, I see no. a bottle of vodka yes. that was not in the recipe. Okay. Yeah, that's, um, uh. <laughs> that would be funny if it was. <laughs> uh, if it said two cups of uh, Kool-Aid, two cups of Kool-Aid, ginger ale, strawberries. Vodka. One a, bottle of vodka. 
and and, and it just said a, a, a ass ton of vodka. <laughs> Fuck ton of vodka. Thanks, kid. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> I'm a functioning alcoholic, and I respond to children's letters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice, kid. <laughs> What do you what do you make of these kids that are sending in these sending in these letters? Oh, you um, like these kids? I don't know. Like, I feel like, in my opinion, these kids are just like six in my head. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a six year old just says whatever's on its mind. Like, I like Nintendo, and I'm and I'm six, and I, yeah. I've got pants on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of. I feel like these kids are just like, uh, just. They're being kids doing random stuff. They're excited. They're excited kids. They're excited yeah. about Nintendo. They love Nintendo. They love. They're. It's usually Nintendo related. Is kind of what I'm. Yeah, that's from the vibe. This. Yeah, I'm sure. I wonder if they get non Nintendo related ones. <laughs> yeah, like there's a bully at school, and it's like, sorry, can't help you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I have been handed a glass. Uh, no, I'm sure so, if, they, if they found a, a kid who like, was getting bullied, they'd find a way to be like, well, Nintendo will. <laughs> yeah, you can, uh, buy, buy the game Punch-Out and uh, <laughs> learn how to, uh, how to kill him. All right, up to you guys if you want to put vodka in these. I'm going to... Uh, I'll do a little vodka. Yeah. yeah. Uh, full disclosure, neither of these Kool-Aid flavors exist anymore, so I had to wing it. Oh, really? What's... What's that mean? Are we like? Are, are you gonna like reveal at the end that you like did something gross? To th- <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the, it. Oh, it the, tastes like piss. <laughs> <laughs> this is like another Western classic break. <laughs> uh, you got me again. <laughs> Take that, you idiots! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pissed in my, in my punch. Every every so far, every episode of this podcast, Weston has tricked me into drinking his piss. <laughs> <laughs> how, hey, how did he trick you last time? You know how I got into <laughs> piss drinking. That Sonic the Hedgehog ad you were talking about? <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to trick you into drinking my piss. Mark well, yeah. my words. Normally, it's a little less like, uh, he's getting a little more clever, because normally he's just like, hey, here's this yellow drink I made you. <laughs> <laughs> I promise it's not piss this time. And he tricked, he tricked you, what is this, ep- episode six? Yeah, so last time was the time where I was like, look, I'm going to do it one more time, but if that's it, if it's piss again, I'm done. <laughs> okay, okay, to, to, your, to Weston's credit, this does not taste like, taste like piss. Yeah, it tastes like Mike Mike Tyson's punch. Tastes like I've been punched by Mike Tyson. It's in, got in the a, best way. I did have to. I had to cut it with some. So I have the frozen strawberries. No frozen. No strawberry Kool Aid though. So it's like I need something kind of sweet to cut the cran juice with. <laughs> so I threw in some pineapple juice. Bottoms up. Here, let me see. Just put it's uh, and another full disclosure. It's uh, it's two eleven in the afternoon, <laughs> Pacific time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a <laughs> it's a Saturday. Come on, yeah, it's a Saturday. Hey, when when do we have a chance to? Uh, it's you know it's a holiday weekend. When holiday we... weekend, rapping about the Tendo. If I could describe my drink, it just tastes like a ton of Tito's. <laughs> <laughs> well, you put the vodka in last. You gotta like no, it actually no. I uh, that was a joke. This actually is wonderful. It's this, is great. It's this is great. This is this is good. You, Thank no- you you knocked it out. You are you're the little Mac of the night. Yeah. And you're knocking out people like Mike Tyson, Mr. Dream, Mr. Dream, King Hippo, uh, Shadow Little Mac, Shadow Little Mac. Wait, you fight an evil mirror version of Little Mac and Punch Out? Yeah. Oh, no, you don't. Uh, that would be cool though. Uh, I think I think that <laughs> happens in, in Zelda too. I, uh, there's also, there's a Shadow Link in this issue. Zelda Two is the origin well, of Shadow Scott Link, Pilgrim has Nega Scott. Oh, he's not a video game character. I guess he is now. Uh, hey, yeah. So we made some punch. It's pretty good wow. i mean the secret to punch is put a bunch of ginger ale and fruit together yeah oh, it's, uh, it's with, great with it's vodka or rum fantastic if, beverage if you were uh you were an adult 
Um, thank you so much. Hey, have your parents hey, help you if you're you under so the much. age of 37. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and so and Nintendo responds to this recipe saying, like, delicious, guys. Remember to have adult supervision in the kitchen if you're ever trying to get your hand in a, trying to build a recipe together. Like, <laughs> that, does that really need to be supervised? <laughs> they, they know that at least one kid is going to end up chopping their arm up in a garbage disposal. <laughs> right. They don't say something. Right. Yeah, the, the legal team has been over this six yeah, times. <laughs> <laughs> it, also feels like, it feels like if a kid like said, "I rode my bike today." Hey, kid, be careful with that bike. <laughs> this hey, is make a, sure you wear a helmet and knee yeah. pads. You don't want to. If you're hooking up a Nintendo, uh, have you have have someone help you plug it in? You this is know. also the era of you know this is the '80s were an area of uh, mass deregulation, especially with consumer goods. So Nintendo may have been like most of the blenders and and like even the bowls that we know of uh, just have like exposed wires and are not grounded. So oh. The odds of a kid, you know, electrocuting themselves. So you think this 16, might actually 70%. have been good advice uh, in the time context of this? Yeah, I, I, mostly that was probably just right. legal CYA. You know, I'm I'm also skeptical that they tried the recipe because, as as you noted, Brett, they say delicious guys. Eh, they didn't make it. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, they're they, just they're just fucking with this kid. They're just they, like <laughs> they're just like grabbing a cup with no drink in it. Oh my god! Wow. Okay. Now we've tried it. <laughs> if they had actually tried it, they would know what I know, which is that you got to put in some pineapple juice. These kids don't know what they're doing. Right. Cheers. Um, any other letters it, well, stand out to you guys? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, again, just their responses. Kind of suck. Uh, maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna get more drunk and comfort, controversial. <laughs> Their responses suck. Yeah, they're it's not. Just, it's just very corporate. It's always just like a kid. I wrote a poem. Pat on the back. Great right. job. Kid. This reminds me of like business of like emails that I would send like in, yeah. a, in a business setting. Yes, it's very it's Thanks. very corporate and businessy. Yeah, yeah. It's it, also it feels like yeah. their responses are like what Google, what Gmail. It's, it's like re- recommends yeah yeah or the the ai conversations in linkedin chat yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really like, what it feels like i'd love to connect <laughs> is everything okay the thank you my my stand out of this was a kid was asking for a calendar from from an earlier mi- issue oh, the calendar it's like yeah this tri- big like bet midler's birthday in it yeah like a fun little calendar <laughs> and he asked for it and they're like nope sorry kid we can't get you that calendar and uh, a couple things on that. Number one, you can buy back, you can buy backlog issues. It, they clearly state you can buy old issues. Maybe it right? doesn't come with the calendar. So yeah, would it just not have the calendar? I guess in, in it. I mean, would they lie to a kid? I mean, they do it elsewhere in the mailbox. They openly they, lie to a kid. There is it. Yes, there is a lie. They lie to a kid in one of these letters, and then later in this issue, they the lie is exposed for what it is. Oh really? Yeah, we, we we can get to that, but it's it's very controversial. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's, let's jump into back that. to it in a couple of minutes. <laughs> I, I, my only curiosity with the, with the calendar thing was like, do you think if he sent every single issue for two years, hey, can I seriously get that calendar? Do you think, <laughs> do you think he'd eventually get it? I think he. I think so. Eventually, yeah. Clarence just gives him a. Uh, it's like a menu from his favorite bar, <laughs> and it's got a grid on it, and one of the squares says Bette Midler's birthday. <laughs> right. The guy who's breathing heavily on Captain Nintendo Hotline is, it's his like it's social me. calendar. Wait, what was, is Brett something? Captain Nintendo is Brett. Oh, his name was Brett. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. That's, that's my name. That's hey, great. it's me, Captain Nintendo. Brett. I'm Captain Nintendo. So what, what's this lie you guys were talking about? Tell me about the lie, Andy. Okay. So, well, I, I, I don't want to gloss over somebody uh, made a rap. Um, somebody made a rap. Yes. Uh, it's about I, I NES wanna, games. I wanna, do you want to do the rap? I feel like we... I feel like it, it is kind of begging to be um, Should mean must do a beat 
while you okay. um, while you rap. Sure. It's <laughs> I don't want to. Not a good beatboxer, but I will try. I'm not either. Okay, it says, I made a rap for you. I hope you like it. And I hope all the NES fans like it. It's the legend of Zelda, and it's really bad. The creatures in the game are really red. Darkness move very fast. If you quit, they will let us. Paul's voice is really high. But if you want to speak, you will not die. Please rub through your energy. But if you get a touch, you will lose a energy. I'd like to thank Nintendo for all the fun, but I'm sorry to say my rap is done. Andrew Martin, Greensboro, North Carolina. That's pretty good. Yeah, I got your... Exclusive. <laughs> that was an exclusive. Only going to get that here. I wonder if Andrew has gone on to do other raps. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I'm going to guess it's, all, it's still Nintendo related. Probably. <laughs> I smashed Koopa's head. Sit. <laughs> I'm Mario's foot. So it's, it's like an ICP song where it's incredibly graphic murders, but it's about Mario's killing King Koopa. I, it, King like, Cooper, I'm sorry. He's probably... I don't know. It's probably the guy from Dave or something. I don't know. He, the he, rapper. That he's Dave? I think so. Isn't he a rapper? There is one. Okay. so, yeah. Two more things. One, we got to talk about the lie. The lie. lie, of course, is that one of these kids is like, it'd be great to play Super Mario Brothers 3. And then Nintendo tells the kid, yeah, we're thinking of putting it in an arcade cabinet, but not on the NES. Which they then, yeah. Do they specify on the arcade cab? Do they specify arcade cabinet or like? Well, it's, I, it's second, Nintendo... The way I interpreted it was like, was this maybe going to be a Super Nintendo game? I think. Well, they're talking about Nintendo Play Choice Ten, which is literally just an NES inside of an arcade cabinet. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's just it like lets you play for a minute per oh, quarter right. or something. It would be funny if they were like, we made this incredible game, we spent millions developing it. Oh, we're not going to put it on NES. And Nintendo has a proud history over the past decade since this magazine came out of completely making choices that make no sense so <laughs> yeah but later in the issue they directly contradict themselves and they oh, say right. uh, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll clock it when it shows up yeah well the thing is i feel like whoever's in charge i think there's a lot of disconnect between different aspects of this magazine like i feel like the people uh, who respond to this are just these kind of corporate people in this office right uh or you know they might not have the information they we might have not, I don't no think they know anything child we have no comment at this time, <laughs> hey, does anyone thank you know, for your letter. <laughs> does anyone know if Super Mario Three is uh, coming out on NES? No, thank you for contacting Nintendo of America. <laughs> that was a beautiful poem, Stephen. <laughs> it wasn't a poem; it's a question. Stand up, job, hip hop child. All right, it wasn't wasn't rapping. <laughs> uh, also, so Nintendo Power has a proud lineage that starts in this issue. This is our first. I think this is our first bit of submitted artwork, right? We get our first. Uh, we get a couple other ones, but yeah, this I'm, is. I'm a beginning cartoonist and commercial artist who loves Nintendo games. Wait, how old is this person? Because the drawing implies it's a child, but if they're talking about being a commercial artist, maybe they're older. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> All right. Shall we move on? Yeah, I got. I, I got to think oh. about that. Oh. Um. Yeah. So this. This artist says he's inspired by Legend of Zelda, but there's a picture of a of a Goomba there. Maybe it's fucking a Zel- idiot. Maybe it's a Zelda. Monster. <laughs> he's got to be a kid. He's got to be a kid. <laughs> yeah, dumb poem. kid. He says it's inspired by Zelda. Uh, I'm not seeing Link. I'm not seeing Zelda. I don't know who these characters are. I see. I mean, one of those is Staphos. One of those is Zora. That's the little monster in the corner. And then and then a Goomba. The kids the kids dumb is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I mean, that might be a Zelda monster. It just happens to be inspired by the Goombas. <laughs> I guess Goombas are yeah, in, Goombas in, are in Link, Awakening. Link's Awakening. I, okay. I stand, I stand corrected. In fact, you could have a chain shop in here, and I wouldn't go crazy, because that is also... <laughs> <laughs> 
Remember in Link's Awakening when you'd steal stuff from the store? That's the best part That's of the game. That's the best. And best then, the sh- game. then you walk back in and the shop owner kills you with <laughs> electricity. I was like, when they remade it, I was worried they were going to like take that out because like, it's like maybe like taboo to get like allow kids to steal in a, in a game. Right. But they didn't. You still allow shopkeepers to exercise their stand my ground rights. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, not just with a gun. Are you guys on Link's side? The thief? Oh yeah, you're, yeah. You're they, siding with a thief on this one. Yeah, I, I like when they and they change your name to thief too oh, yeah. in the game. <laughs> Honestly, that game is great. It great is such a great sense of humor. I played the remake. It's real good. Yeah, I got I got to play it. I it played the original. Does not run well on the Switch. All right. Well, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant uh, Ninja per- Turtles. Apparently, this is like the bad one, right? This it's is a like, uh, this is a notoriously difficult game that has caused a lot of children including me ptsd you know why like, difficult in like a not fair way right Ex- it's, it's, extremely not fair yeah it's, it's the damn level yes it's, you, you, the way ninja turtles goes as a child in in the early 90s late 80s is you jump into that sewer swiping some mousers and some foot clan things are going well picking donatello you're he's got e- the reach eating pizza eating to... some pizzas to get that life back do some people like this game because like i feel like battletoads is a game where it's like uh it's kind of hard and maybe not completely fair but people really like it because it's like a challenge to beat it i feel like battletoads is like a fun game and like yeah. ninja turtles there, 2 is a nothing, fun game there's nothing redeemable about this one though. it's just it, way too hard now granted i got this for my birthday in 1990 in 1990 or 1991 i was in first grade and I was psyched, but, you know, there's this water level that I could... I think I beat it once. You get to the dam, you gotta disarm the bombs on the dam, and there is an underwater coral maze with, like, electric traps and stuff. Right. And I don't think I ever saw a level beyond that one until YouTube became a thing. I'm assuming that's, like, an early level two, which makes this... Yeah, it's like level two. Yeah, (laughs) that's the hard part. Yeah, because, like, I feel like as a kid, I assumed I would never beat a game. If I played, especially, like, an old Nintendo game, I'd assume I would never beat it. Right. But if it's right away, you know, that's that's too much right i i i would like to meet the person that has beat this game that person has legitimately accomplished something you're saying there's one one person who's done it i maybe i don't know i don't know if anyone's ever done it to be honest huh I, hmm. they probably have also there's a I, chance not beatable <laughs> the the illustrations in this feature um i gotta say let's take a look at that uh villains illustration on page 10 that shredder Shredder's not looking too good. <laughs> it's not not the not their strongest work in the magazine. Yeah, a, little, a little doodle yeah. adjacent. Um, kind of a rush job. Yeah, but you know, you gotta you gotta ship it out in a month. <laughs> it's because everybody that was working on the magazine was trying to get past that dam level for the maps. Is the dam level in the Yeah, it's it in is, here. Yeah. yeah. They they show it. They do show they give, part of it. Do they give tips? Uh it's it's funny because they actually show the levels after the dam level and you know nobody no, nobody saw them. It, it, it's all wasted. Yeah, you it's not really tips, just saying, like, what you must do. Yeah, it's, it's like, um, that's not helping. Yeah. It's, <laughs> um, don't touch the shark. <laughs> yeah, don't touch the electric coral reef. You'll get shocked like Link when he steals things from Link's from Awakening. Link's Awakening. Which is a great game, by the way. A great game. Recently remade on the Nintendo oh, Switch. Gotta I, try it. I read somewhere <laughs> that they were really trying to discourage kids from cave diving uh, by presenting a cave diving scenario that almost no one could survive and i don't think anybody learned the lesson because i know a lot of kids that drowned from cave diving when we were little yeah we knew Wait, uh, probably 17 kids that died from yeah. cave, di- cave yeah. diving i even read a short story where a bunch of kids drowned cave diving yeah they, this kid were, they, were they dressed as teenage mutant ninja turtles mm-hmm. no it's like set in the 1930s or something <laughs> did you know did you know anyone like that 
Yeah, uh, we had um, um, uh, a pirate. Oh, uh, it's cool. Kid, a pirate kid. One of those kids. Oh, he dressed up the, like a pirate. Or the, the pirate group. Great. I'm hoping you guys are joking about that. Uh, scuba. I did read a story about kids going cave diving. That's a thing of kids dying. Oh, it's I'm a great so, short story. I'm sorry to hear for your loss. No, so, no. Hey, sorry, man. I yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry for having to read that short story. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty good. Hey, well, it's, hey. It, we, uh, we got the results. I'm going to give you an award for that short oh. story. Um, oh. Which is going to transition us to the Nintendo Power Awards. Ooh, yes. Here's the big deal. I don't remember what our predictions were. The Nesters. Yeah, the Nesters. And so you don't really like Howard and Nestor are like the mascots of this. So I'm assuming you know who they are. Um, yeah, Nestor's like a little a little freak. He's, he's a little freak. <laughs> a little a little freaking kid. They're just doing nothing but encouraging him with and this Howard entire is, feature. Yeah. Well, and the thing I is, I don't like. like the attention he's getting well here. we what we've talked about is like whenever howard and nestor are kind of poisoned in this magazine and like whenever they pop up the section's not it's like a section that couldn't hold its own they're like yeah let's throw howard and nestor in there sure. and it'll give it a little pizzazz imagine right. an awards ceremony where two games win every award yeah and what's like because i don't agree with a lot of these choices to be honest and it's called the nesters and i'm like yeah of course nesters is gonna pick the wrong he he's that little, saying that, he's that, packing Packing the ballot box, little that little <laughs> that little booger. He's gonna. Um, he is a booger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna agree with him on you know his choices, but I think that they actually did something smart in the Nintendo Power Awards. Um, if you notice, yeah, Howard is presenting. Nestor is frozen into a golden <laughs> statue. <laughs> And they did not allow him to talk, which I feel like was a very smart choice because he could have derailed this whole award ceremony. Somebody saw this feature as like, oh my God, the concept of encasing a human in molten gold for these awards. <laughs> yeah. That's what a horrible way to die. And that somebody was Anne Rice when she wrote Servant of the Bones. Yeah, they said, hey, Nestor, you got to go in that room. Get your suit for the yeah, award ceremony. Go, really in the, go in the Corbomite <laughs> chamber or whatever it is. Yeah, they dunked him into molten gold and he died screaming, but it turned into beautiful statues. And he's trying to scream. You can't tell, but he's he's screaming a lot. He's screaming um, game tips. They're all wrong. That's the two minute loop you get when you call Captain Nintendo. After <laughs> <laughs> <Nestor> screaming, <laughs> let me out, Howard, Howard, put me here. I'm not a golden statue. <laughs> Uh, what a horrible way to die! Yeah. So, yeah. and since you guys can't see it, the the listener uh, Nestor is like the tr- trophy, uh, which he's, yeah, with his he's, trademark uh, spiky hair and a little little drug addict face. So, should we give uh, a little a uh, little celebration and cheers, and maybe a little drink for all the winners here? Great. Yeah. Um, each one uh, represents a Nestor death. Yeah. Best. Yeah. Each one is like a. Um, I don't want to spoil a movie. I was about to spoil a movie, but I'm not going to. Uh, so best graphics and sound goes to Castlevania 2. Simon's Quest. Brett, I remember you talking up how good Castlevania 2 looked when it was in the magazine. It did look... I, I, I think this was my guess. That was like... When we, when we went over Castlevania, that was my first thing where I'm like, this game looks like way better. This game looks... Mm-hmm. This looks game like a, looks like a game that like when there's a game trying to like uh, recreate the, the spirit of NES games, like uh, it feels like it's going for that vibe. It feels yeah. like that's, that's like the classic Nintendo look to me. It's, it's a second gen Nintendo tape. Is this Nintendo tape, uh, this Castlevania Nintendo tape, the one where it turns into daytime and then turns into nighttime? What a terrible, is it a terrible night to have a curse or something like that? Right. Yeah. Nice. Best challenge, the legend of Zelda. Hey, hey. that's a good game. Yeah, I guess 
I mean, if you can call challenge being like you needed to figure out this bush was something you need to touch. Yeah, walk walk through this bush. <laughs> That's not a delete that part. <laughs> I hey, wasn't doing a sexual thing. Walk you, there's, you walk it through walls. It wasn't sexual when you said it, but now it definitely. Yeah, it really is. wasn't. It was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you little pervert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the best theme dot fun is um, best super theme dot fun best theme dot fun is super and there's no period after fun oh I best thought this was just a typo fun. in the horrible scan of the PDF that I have mm. okay yeah theme dot fun and then the winner is Super Mario Bros dot two <laughs> oh they did it on purpose you're right that, do we think that's a website Super Mario Bros two to the- Super Mario Bros dot two <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> 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 I bet you could get bestTheme.fun, and that would be a website. Maybe if we ever do merch for the podcast, that's where we'll put our merch. BestTheme.fun is for sure a virus website. Totally. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, we'll, we'll sell them t-shirts and also infect their computer with Trojan X viruses. But, yeah, congratulations <laughs> to Mario Rose, too. I think that's, that's earned. It's, yeah, it's, fun. it's a creative game. It's got little creatures are shooting eggs at you. Yeah, come on. Giving yeah. birth to eggs that fly through the air. Best uh, play control. Super Mario Bros. 2. I'm sorry, Super Mario Bros. Dot two. Dot two. Right. Um, yeah, Best character, Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. You're referring specifically to the old man who's in the house in the second village. I'm just kidding. They're referring to Link. Link, a good character. We, yeah, he is a good character. I, I think um, uh, he's got a nice little green suit. Mm-hmm. And he, he loves adventures. Uh, he's kind of an elf-like. You know what's really interesting to me about Link in this magazine? We'll get to it later when, in the story. But there is, remind me to talk about it. Okay. Uh, best ending is um, Super Mario Bros. 2. This is definitely uh, election fraud. That game couldn't have won. Yeah, but, but how does that game end? Has it, have it been you guys beaten in that? I have, no. I have beaten it. It ends with, actually, here's what I think happened. Those kids saw them great graphics because it's a big, beautiful picture of Mario and his little nightcap asleep in his bed. And he, it's like, oh, shit, he dreamed the whole thing. And that was oh, the, yeah, there's a big plot twist. That, I don't know. That's oh, a cool one. It's a fun ending. It was all a dream? Okay, so you're down, and you're <laughs> offended with it, Andy. Do you not, do you not like it? <laughs> all right. Well, Just like me. Link's Awakening was a dream, right? Spoiler. Yeah, but that goes into, like... <laughs> I, that, Link's Awakening like, is a good game. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a dream control-wise. <laughs> oh, yeah. Loved, well, not the, on the, the side-scrolling thing... does not run well. <laughs> Zelda 2 is impossible. Let's face it, it's the worst Zelda game. Ooh, that's not a contra- that's not that's not really a controversial. It's not. Take. It's not controversial. Honestly, I wish uh, it existing was a dream. Why does Link try <laughs> to fight all those monsters with that tiny ass sword? Like his sword is like if I had Link's sword, it would be this long. Right. I'm holding my hands like eight inches apart. It's about the size of a of a sea bass. That's right. <laughs> yeah, a healthy healthy sea bass. Um, Put that sword on a novelty mount and put it on your wall so it plays like elvis songs when you hit a button well that was great it's like eh, the fish is the fish is dancing around this is fun the fish is dancing around and, Best and, uh, <laughs> let's not dance around this next, <laughs> <laughs> this next <laughs> award best. the best player versus player we got blades of steel pretty good hockey game yeah good hockey should, game that game's great we should play it on the it is it is those those sports games are secretly kind of fun yeah, I'm learning from these these magazines because I'm a, a following the show, and and you know they're talking about baseball games and football games, and uh, if you're a sports fan, um, enjoy yourself and 
have fun and I mean, that's great uh, i know you sports fans listening you're really getting the juice right now i know you're all waiting for this moment but super jazzed after andy's uh, encouragement thing yeah just like if you want to play go thanks out man and, i will play some sports tapes yeah. if you want to go play blades of steel hey you know go, go download it and play it you know have fun do we have is there a blades of steel soundbite on the uh yeah i, I got it <laughs> <laughs> blades of steel <laughs> <laughs> overall overall yeah what's the biggest and this is something i like because uh and i don't know if you knew this but zelda one and two came out pretty much the same year they came out exactly a year apart and so they were both up for game of the year i still can't believe I that's did, real wow yeah isn't that wild i'm i'm still skeptical what it is it 80, seem right 86 it, and 87 or yeah, 87 like and say, yeah i think they're exactly a year apart wow um and so they were both up for game of the year here and you know what wins? Zelda 2. Uh, fascinating. Because I, it this sucks compared be. to Zelda 1. Was it on the ballot? I, I, it's got to be, rec- be like recency bias. Because Zelda 1 came out in the very beginning of the year. And it's like, if you're like, and this isn't like, these, this isn't like intelligent people. Mm. This is little kids voting. Yeah, kids are dumb. And little kids are dumb. And Nintendo authorized resellers. Right, don't and forget. they're not they're not too bright either. If you don't no, mind me, they, they just want whatever <laughs> car or sports game everyone's going to buy. Yeah, and, well, here's something. Uh, here's another example of bias. Do we think it's strange that in Nintendo's official propaganda outlet, Nintendo Power, that in their annual game awards? 75% of the awards goes to games that Nintendo themselves make. That's not surprising to me, actually, because that's, I mean, that, that's pretty on par with Nintendo systems, right? Nintendo games are always way better yeah, than right. everything else. You don't go to Disneyland to watch Bugs Bunny do shit. That would be crazy if you did. You go to Universal Studios. Or, um, or my, you'll go to my house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's the adventures of Bayou Billy. Anyone who is from the South, and I believe we are all from the great state of Texas. Brett's not. I, I lived in Texas briefly. That's right. You That's told what me I'm that like of. a couple of weeks ago. That's what yeah. I'm uh, I got a little Texas. <laughs> all right. A little, I got a little uh, cowboy hat in my heart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, See? So you guys know that the adventures of Bayou Billy, I mean, that's pretty much what it's like to live in the South. Like, yeah. uh, you know, walking through bayous and shooting people and beating their ass and dodging See, alligators. Video games so rarely touch on the uh, Southern experience, but like this game and then Resident Evil 7, where you have to go to a Louisiana swamp hell to rescue your fiance. Like those yeah. are the, God. I, yeah, I definitely Who hasn't have, gone through that? I uh, have to bop a alligator in the nose every time I uh, went to school. <laughs> yep is that true no um I, I, one thing I've, I've noticed with like all the tindo games is like i feel like there's only one th- like if you if, if if you buy a game and like it the picture of the box is them in the forest that's 80 percent of the levels are gonna be like in forest, a forest levels yeah yeah it and i don't know if it's like storage or i don't know if i'm just incorrect in this but it seems like every game had like one very prominent theme to it sure yeah i'm Would thinking you agree uh, on that was contra uh, Metal Gear is in the forest. It's like sometimes. yeah, it's like it'll Commando. be a theme. So like maybe it'll start like in a on the moon, and then no matter what, it's eighty percent of the game. There's going to be a secret sci-fi base. Sure, and yeah. then it's done. Uh, Ducktales, a perfect example. <laughs> yep, moon, the moon base. Yeah, the Amazon. This is uh, this is like a precursor to in the '90s when first-person shooters come around, and it's like everything's got a sewer, like just everything. Yeah, sewers and like satanic 
yeah. demon bases on the, on the moon or Mars. I, I'm renting a room inside of a Satan castle uh, yeah. in Austria. Military contractors made Satan come through a portal. My, uh, my neighbor is a guy with machine guns for arms. <laughs> That's fun. That old chestnut. That's fun. <laughs> Cobra Triangle's yeah. next. This is another one of those where it's like, why did they even bother to do a map? Because it's just a straight line. This is a... I like, like, I like Cobra Triangle. Yeah, this is like another huh. isometric racing game, like Micro Machines and RC Pro. Well, it's also like... I like these games that have like... Uh, I, I know we've talked about Cobra, so I might be repeating things I've already said. But like every, it's like there's so many little mini games. It's like every level is a different little mini game. Hmm. Never, level, I've never played it. One level you're racing. One level you have to like you're playing like soccer. I don't know. It's like anything. Oh. Who knows? Who knows what happens? It's it's, it's a real of mines. Guard the people. It's, wow. Yeah, every every level is a real surprise. Huh? So and you I, you're a, you're a fan. I, I like games that surprise me. I thought that I didn't know. I, I was like, is this a a, a GI Joe thing? But it's not. No, it's made by Rareware. It's made by the, the, the geniuses behind Banjo-Kazooie. Ooh. Oh my God. Donkey, Donkey King. Donkey King. Don- Donkey Don- King. Donkey King. Uh, next up, we have Life <laughs> Force. Gang. Again, um, another killer Konami shooter. This is Konami. I mean, it looks cool. Uh, uh, I was playing it earlier. The walls in this game close up and kill you all the time. <laughs> yeah. So it's another one of them hard games. Yeah. It's one of them one hard, hard Nintendo tapes. This yeah. this skull is freaking me out. I know the bosses are like pretty weird uh, in a cool way. Like it's like snake. They got a space snakes. That's a good. That would. That's another kind of good trope. A good idea. Yeah. Space. Oh space my snakes. god! And I totally forgot to hit the button. But this is also the lead in to. Venture <laughs> space, space Snakes Talk. It's <laughs> Space Snakes Talk. Welcome to Space Snakes Talks. This is me, Snake P. I love the Space Snake from Life Force. I'm yeah. partial to the Space Snake from Snakes on Mars. But so the back of the poster uh, is the map of this game, which is a weird map because it's just a straight line. But it's cool. It's still cool. And then the front of it is a real neat poster. Mega Man! Two. I'd say my favorite poster so far. I I, I, I like Mega Man. This is awesome. Style. I, I why I put this in my room. Why is Doctor Wily's shoe coming apart? I, I think that's like a comedy thing. Oh, because he's such like a putz. He can't you know he he can't afford shoes. I didn't I didn't realize repair. that was an aspect of Doctor Wily that he's yeah a I've putz. never never heard of this before. I just thought he was creating evil robots that take over the world. You know, we don't see his feet a lot, so maybe this is like something that's like always been canon. Maybe it's in the FX9 World to Power yeah, it's novelization. Like, it's, have you guys ever been in the Haunted Mansion ride where like, there's this picture frames that you still see more and more below them oh, yeah. as they're gone? It's like the more we go down, the more story we're getting <laughs> yeah, we're learning. from Dr. Willie. It's like maybe uh, he's, he's uh, balancing on a watermelon. Bald man, big, big gray whoosh of hair, evil glare. White lab coat, scrolls down, nude yeah. from the waist down. <laughs> yeah. I put, I'd put this in my locker. I don't mind telling you. Withered old man. Did you, I feel like, do you, uh, do you, have you ever owned a Mega Man poster? Uh, I feel like, uh, I believe I had, uh, well, I think I had all of these. I, had, I, have, I think I had the Mega Man X poster at some point in oh, elementary wow. school. Um, yeah, big Mega Man fan. And incidentally, Mega Man 2 is the first Mega Man game I ever played. And I think it's, it's maybe the best. It's a good starter, yeah. It's uh, very good. Mega it, Man, I mean, Mega Man 9 and 10 are great. Oh, um, yeah, totally, totally. This is, I, I like that it's easier than Mega Man 1. It's more polished. Yeah, Mega Man 1 is, Mega Man 2 is tough but fair. Mega Man 1 is uh, a little sloppy in its cruelty. 
Right. Yeah. And we, we get the dog would you, in Mega Man 2. I, I played just a little bit of Mega Man, and I really like Mega Man. Is it true? Is it? Is this every Mega Man game? You kind of like tr- just trial and error until you find the first level that's actually like easy to beat. Yeah, that you can beat with your M Buster. Yeah. In this case, Flashman. And it's usually, is it usually just like one guy is kind of the correct one, or is it normally like two or three that are, you know, doable? I feel like it's like, yeah, like Woodman. I feel like Woodman, you can beat with the M Buster. Uh, or even Metal Man. Uh, this is, and then there's like, then they're Venn like really, diagram, really hard ones. Venn diagram vulnerability. So you can go a couple of ways through the game, but right. you kind of got to fight the same two guys last. Yeah, which yeah. I mean, I, but I, I love, like, I just giving that little bit of freedom uh, in it. I don't know. Like, I feel like giving me choice in a video game really makes me appreciate. I, I just enjoy the game a lot more. Right. And I think, like, as soon as the game starts, and you just have all these heads, and you can you can attack whatever like big boss you want in, in whatever order you want. My brain's immediately firing, like just pure excitement. I'm just like ready to go. I I love that. I'm excited for the choices. If you, um, if you go to the previews directly after the poster, the first game is Mega Man Two, which is great because we're already talking about it. This illustration of Doctor Wily at the bottom of the page, where he appears to be creating on a giant mainframe computer in his bedroom a. Uh, like next to his Nintendo. Well, it looks like he's programming the game itself. Yeah, like he's he, programming he's, the stage select screen from Mega Man Two and Rehaunted Mansion. He's apparently he's standing on a crate of cherry, <laughs> of cherry bombs. Yeah, that would have been the big punchline. This is the Emperor has no clothes. Um, I really wish the Mega Man games had layered this in. You know, like you know how like the first couple of Smash Brothers games, it's like you know lifeless puppets, puppets, and then the magic hand brings them to life. But it's like the game technically takes place on a child's desk. It's like, what if Mega Man was just this... It's basically like Dexter from Dexter's Lab, right? What if Dr. Wily is Dexter and Mega Man is, you know, an Encyclopedia Brown analog, like this plucky do-gooder kid down the street Mm -hmm. uh, who undoes all his plans. And Mm -hmm. that kid's, uh, like, cool uncle who's an enabler is Dr. Light. I I never thought of it that way. Yeah, um, I don't think I like Mega Man 2 anymore. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I blame the illustration. <laughs> hey, do you guys think that QAnon has been as effective as it has because in, in, instead of remembering critical thinking when it was taught in schools when we were little, um, kids were remembering how to get through quick man stage? I think so. Yeah. It's like brains full of like which part of the screen to fall on during the... Is quick man pretty tough? Yeah. Those, very, those, very those tough. insta-kill bars. Oof. It's, uh, that's, ba- it's that straight sound, memorization. That sound is still ringing in my ears choo, after all these years. Choo, choo, choo. Choo, 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 choo. That's Mega Man exploding into little balls, energy balls. So, yeah, no space for critical thinking with all that. Uh... Uh, does Mega Man 2 introduce the uh, charge uh, I believe mechanic? that's Mega Man 4. 4. Yeah. Oh, I okay, really. Four. And, I, and I, I remember this specifically because in elementary school, or my, maybe even junior high, I lost 20 bucks on a bet. I was it's certain an exorbitant that it, amount of money then. I know. Yeah. Wow. It was, this was this was a big deal. I, w- I was certain it was Mega Man three, but as we just established, well, it's Mega Man four. Oh man! So you got you got you got bankrupted from I that, did from that confidence. I went into debt for many many years. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty dollars in like nineteen ninety seven was. That's like, like what is that like a thousand dollars now? Yeah, it's like a thousand dollars. Think of all. Did, the crypto- did you make a bet that? Uh, Mega Man takes his helmet off like Samus and is revealed to be a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah, Mega Man takes the helmet off and all of a sudden, long flowing locks. <laughs> and the crazy twist. No! That would have been, cool, been a wild twist. The best part is when Mega Man speaks, still a boy, he just has great hair. I would have been pissed. 
Yeah, the twist isn't. I want. I wonder if anyone uh, from Samus like she takes her helmet off and they're like, "Oh, it's a boy with long hair." Oh, <laughs> what a twist! Right? Do you think there there was like any kid playing it? Like what? <laughs> anyway, probably. Yeah, yes. probably. But which one was that? Was that the very first Metroid where yeah. that's revealed? I believe so. You put in the code uh, Justin Bailey. Justin Bailey, and then she she uh, becomes a woman. I mean, or is revealed to be a woman. Oh, you have to type in a code for that. I think so. I thought, I thought you, if you beat the game, you get the... Oh, that too. That oh, too. okay. But you could get it early. Yeah. I think back then, people did not know to be upset about the uh, gender reveal. Right. As it was. Now, gender reveals are causing forest fires. Did you see in the news <laughs> that thing about people heard a bunch of gunshots and it turned out to be a gender reveal? It was like in like Orange County or something. <laughs> yeah. Those were the QAnon people you were talking about who... Was, Probably... <laughs> learned about Mega Man games. 25 injured at gender reveal uh, explosion. Faxanadu is next. It's action RPG, if you could believe that. I got nothing. Uh, Fester's Quest. Fester's Quest. Uh, Sun- good Sunsoft. Music. Yeah, Sunsoft has good music. Uh, can we play a little... Uh, can you throw it up on the YouTube? On the YouTubes on that iPad? I think if you do a four-fingered swipe, it'll... Captain N. <laughs> yeah so picture it your uncle fester walking around on the overworld and you have a little gun and you're killing aliens because yep, they gun, have invaded the town your gun has about the range of a sea bass <laughs> yeah about three good inches ooh this slaps this is good yeah <laughs> fester's quest we're gonna spook ya. <laughs> um, well, we have, we got ghouls and bones and Fester's quest. Can I just say, I so in this preview, there's pictures of some of the alien monsters that Fester fights, and they're like these terrifying giant creatures, like bipedal creatures. And I wish that that was just Adam's family canon that like Fester fought these enormous the not game master. <laughs> <laughs> Here, did you stop it playing? I, I'm. Uh, I yeah, I did. I thought it was going out. Um, yeah. Is is Adam's family a goofy spooky? It's goofy. Is it goofy spooky? This was goofy. Yeah, you know, like the they'll cut to Wednesday and Pugsley, and she's got his head in the guillotine, and they're like, "Kids, what are you doing? Just playing, mom." Yeah, I love goofy spooky. This by was the way. like That's this was things. in in rea- in response to the Vietnam War. This is my theory. Wait, but what? You have sh- you have shows like. Uh, Adam's Family, Bewitched, um, uh, Lost in Space, Gilligan's Island, Batman. Like, very, very, very silly. And as this, my theory is that it is a reaction to the horror uh, take, taking place in the world at that time. Huh. Huh. Um, and, then, and then it started to become things like Beverly Hillbillies and things about Hicks and Hee Haw and that kind of stuff. What's that a reaction to? Um, I think it's just it's just stupid. <laughs> Barry, uh, Barry Sonnenfeld's Adam's Family movies. I honestly wish they didn't have a story. It was just non sequiturs, like just little bits, because the little bits in those movies are so funny. It'll, yeah. I mean, like, you know, like, like legitimate funny or it, it's like the opening of a Simpsons episode where the Simpsons is structured where it's like you got five minutes to just riff. Yeah. Uh, or Futurama does the same thing where it's just like a nonsense uh, run. On like a bunch, you know, like the second movie starts with uh, Morgana being like, 
you know, uh, uh, Gomez, I'm going to have a child right now. Like, she's not pregnant. Like, yeah, she, she's right. not showing. Some, she's some just, gags. And like, it's just uh, like them going to the hospital. That's weird. I'm pregnant right now. And it's a spooky ghost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Species did that, too. It was spookier, though, and species. Oh, she said she was pregnant right she's like, now. She's like this hot alien, and she has sex, and then immediately following sex, she H- becomes H-R-Gang pregnant alien. and gives birth. Yeah. What's the, longer, the sex scene or the birthing scene? Uh, yeah, the sex, sex scene. scene. Yeah. yeah. Natasha Henstridge. Clash of Demon Head is important to note because it is a... It's like Scott Pilgrim reference Clash of Demon Head. Oh, cool. I'd also think... Um, I actually like the design of some of the enemies. Um Specifically, uh, Gaza is a um, is a crocodile on a motorcycle flicking <laughs> off the camera. Does he have a baguette? Like, in, can in you, can like... you zoom in? He is for sure flicking off. He's oh, wow. fl- he, that's oh a, yeah. That's an absolute middle finger. Like, yeah, he's got is... three little appendages in the... Yeah. The, the it's, middle it's, not on, a it's not a baguette. He has one of those high uh, seats on his chopper. Yeah, he's literally he's a crocodile on a motorcycle right. flicking, flicking, flicking it off. There's like an Elvis dude. Elvis, too. dude, I like I like shark. Uh, it's got fish hands. This uh-huh. <laughs> is a shark with fish hands. This is gross. Mush. He breaks off pieces of himself and turns them into bombs. Oh my he, god! He's a mushroom. <laughs> Good lord! Who yeah. who wants the shrissiate? All right, let's move on. <laughs> Dragon warrior. Hey, it's the game you thought would bomb. Uh, well, that, I mean, it does bomb historically, right? It does. Look not at do... how bad the ratings are for it. Like, this is a iconic RPG. It's like the first Final Fantasy, and it's got, like, what did they give it? Like a three-point-something yeah, across the sound, ratings. gameplay, graphics. I'll, yeah. tell, I'll tell you what I'll give a five is this dope illustration of this man warrioring a dragon up at the top of the page. That looks great. Yes, the titular dragon warrior. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder- he's in the game. Erdrich. I That's do. his name. Is it? I believe so. Really? I, lear- I learned from this issue. And at one time in Austin, I went to see a, uh, a band that only did dragons, dragon warrior music. It's dra- it's dragon Quest now, of right? Oh, you you got to build up that team yes. of I, I, dragon... I, I like Dragon Quest. What's yeah. your favorite dragons warrior? I'm trying to do a pun with... Never mind. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Are you this ready for it? this? This is the, the, the big deal. This is this is honestly why I why I wanted to be a guest. You, this is the highlight of every show. I love how much you guys hate these two, and I want to join in the fun. Yeah, well, we're the the, the story is getting pretty interesting, though. Uh, yeah, you uh, haven't heard uh, a couple of the issues. Like I've given little, dropped little hints of like where things are going. Yeah, it's getting pretty dark. Uh, it's it's really fucking crazy. Like there's the, there was the CIA Olympics <laughs> yes. one. You didn't hear that uh, yet. You're gonna have to. Yeah, so just to, 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 to say, I catch up on Howard. Uh, so uh, Howard pretty much pulled Inception on Nestor and like yeah, accepted his mind. Like, the last there was like a whole thing of Nestor in his dream, and Howard was just haunting him. And he and accepted him. to keep him out of the child, like uh, child foster care system. Oh my god, that's it. So it's getting pretty dark. Okay, uh, just uh, as reference um, in this in this issue, though. Guess where they go? To, where, where all liars go? To the movies. <laughs> uh, Nestor is... Uh, so in the plot of this one, Nestor has passed himself off as a consultant and managed to get himself hired as an expert game consultant <laughs> on Ninja Gaiden the movie. And the director of Ninja Gaiden the movie 
is a guy named Umberto Ria, which I have to assume is an, an Umberto Echo reference. I don't know anybody else named Umberto. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he kind of looks like he could be like uh, an older Nestor <laughs> time loops. <laughs> he, he's like a yeah. uh, he's like a pretentious. I'm, I think I'm thinking Italian film director because he's like Ah, Signore Nesta. Yeah, oh, Signore is in Spanish. <laughs> it's Italian. I think You're they right. got the note. Like whoever was writing this got the note that Nesta and Howard are so unlikable, and their solution to that was to introduce an even more unlikable character, <laughs> <laughs> a pretentious director that everyone hates. Someone even more relatable than Nintendo of America's cubicle farm employees, an Italian director. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, like he's, he's brought Nestor in and, uh, he, he, to meet the director and the director's like, you got to show me where the, the up one, it's a little plan where he means the one up is in this level because this man, it, it's like that 2006 doom movie. They're literally just putting the video game onto the screen. So apparently this is going to be like a two hour film of like a ninja running, left to right, and sometimes right to left, and sometimes climbing up and down uh, as an endless stream of boxers, bats, and punk ladies try to kill him. Right. Yeah, I hate to say it, um, but this director, wherever that one up, uh, power-up's going to be, this movie's going to bomb. <laughs> yeah. there, there's, also, no, there's no fiction in this movie. Also, they've, uh, they've meticulously created you know, every stage, and there's Dolly Track to you know, follow the character, as you were saying, left to right. I, it seems like they would have... Uh, they they would have dealt with this before. They they wouldn't have the guy come in on the day to say where the one up is. Yeah, it, it's maybe the last guy got hurt because Nestor did something to cause it to happen. Yeah, well, I mean, I, this seems like a shameful production. Like, I, I don't think anyone knows what they're doing on set. I mean, yeah. th- there's a lot of people here moving stuff around. It looks very expensive. They're on a stage. They they got the dolly track down. That torch looks great, and. You know, he asks Nestor, he's like, where's the up one? And Nestor's like, it's here. And he's like, are you sure? And Nestor's like, yes. And he must have read some of the previous Nestor comics. Is he like, really, are you sure? And Nestor's like, oh, yeah. I'd, what do you say? I bet my max on it, which is that a euphemism for something? I've, ne- I've never heard that in my life. I was wondering that, too. Is he talking about the NES max, that controller with the disc on it? Because if so... That's a bad thing to bet anything. It's I, not I a good controller. Yeah, something like that. It's you remember the one Andy with the the red disc? Yeah, it's, and it, it the sucks. disc always broke. What yeah. if Max is like his dog? Oh, okay. I bet my Max on it. My Max, my little Max, my little Max. They had to cut little for space in the <laughs> word bubble. Max, I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of a dog name. So uh, he, he calls in the stunt ninja and. That stunt ninja has a bow tie. That right okay. away you're like, okay, okay. this is kind of a. That's like a little a little clue. Now, I got to be honest. When I was first reading it, like anybody who's watching media for the first time, I'm only really catching like 20% of it. Like, you know, because I'm like... Yeah, well, there's so much happening here. It's... Well, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, a lot going so, on. Well, I, the thing I didn't is, see the bow tie. My assumption in these comics is Howard is always stalking Nestor. Like, whenever we see Nestor, Howard is like hidden somewhere in, in, in the panel. It's mm-hmm. like kind of like a Where's Waldo situation. Right. Um and so revealing a ninja, I'm like, of, of course. Like, I'm, I'm sure whenever Howard is like sneaking around, uh, he's dressed as a ninja the whole <laughs> time. Yeah. I, so I, this I, was a natural for him to play, I guess, the protagonist of the film, the the Ninja Gaiden character, who I'm sure has a name. Anyway. So yeah, he he shows up, and and I did not get it. Uh, I did not see that it was Howard. So my first thought was like, Nestor's about to kill a stunt person, which is like. 
really, really disgusting, honestly. Like, that's really... You just don't... Human lives are more important than making a film. And I, I was just horrified. I was just like, I can't believe they're going to put this in the comments. I, I, yeah, I was kind of like, I knew it was Howard already. So I kind of thought, like, Nestor was going to try to kill him. And then Howard was going to be like, good. Right. <laughs> he was going to, like, congratulate and, and, <laughs> and like, reward. Good work. <laughs> I, 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 I had a bet that you were strong enough to do this. <laughs> so I, I wish that's where it went. I, I want to point well, out it, that's. I, I think that was clearly might have happened. I, clearly, other events happened that yeah. prevented that. But so they've got the dolly track down, but there's no dolly. Uh, that seems like an oversight, or maybe they're going to get some like behind the ninja running footage later, which begs the question: Why didn't they build the other half of the set? Maybe they're going to do it in post. I I, I got to be honest. I don't understand what happens on the rest of this comic, but I can try to explain it. It, it appears that. Some ninja stuff happens, and then Nestor disrupts the shoot, and it's because he passed where Nestor thought the one-up would be. But it's not clear if he got the one-up or not, because there is no one-up icon. Somebody just screams one-up, and then Nestor is arrested, like escorted off the Well, he ca- Nestor calls cut, because he thinks that Nestor the- takes the megaphone from Umberto <laughs> and calls cut. The only person who's allowed to do that is Tyler Perry, and that's because he's used to being Colin Cut in his own movies. Yeah, he runs a film studio. Yeah, he can, he can do whatever he wants. Tyler Perry is the only person in the industry. Oprah. So we think that Oprah was. We think that was Spielberg. We think that was kind of a, a Spielberg uh, doesn't. Yeah. Okay. A bad move on <laughs> Nestor to. Spielberg can call, call cut on his own movies. No, no, I'm saying like if you're on somebody else's set and you're Steven Spielberg. I gotcha. Tyler Perry, if Tyler Perry is on the set of Jurassic Park 5, he can call cut. Yeah, because well, yeah. he does it by accident, because he's used to being in front of the camera as Medea or any number of other characters. Yeah, and classic, he, he does good it. characters. It's like, it's like yeah. a motor... <laughs> I, well, I feel like if Spielberg like came on set and said, cut, everyone would start clapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, thank God. Thank God a real director is here. Yeah, uh, I, I go up to him and I just start crying. I'm like, this is so hard. This movie sucks so much. I'm so fucking bad at this. So, but Nestor clearly doesn't have that reputation, at least yet. No, no. As far as I know, this is his first day ever on a film set. Uh, yes. And also his last day ever on a film set. Because <laughs> he, uh, he is quickly, by, uh, by security guys, huge security guys, he is dragged <laughs> off the set by an incensed Umberto Rio. And uh, then in the final panel, and I have to admit I, I hate to admit this pretty funny punchline what's the, what's the punchline the la- in the last panel the director turns to uh, the ninja stunt person who is of course revealed to be Howard and says come tell Umberto how you know so much about up ones and he goes up what's yeah that's actually I mean when it comes to comedy writing that's a pretty good callback do we think that Howard knew what was going on yes Okay. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, um, he's he's a ninja, so, <laughs> so sort of so, a heightened I mean, awareness. If you need I mean, me to just, list out just... the abilities there, well, we can, you well know, that that actually we, might be good for our listeners. If we want to open that Pandora's yeah, what, box, what can um, a ninja do? What can a ninja do? Uh, poison darts. Okay. Uh, sneak around. I'm sure he's got like supersonic hearing, uh, so cleats, I'm sure cl- foot cleats for climbing. Right? On, is, like, I mean, isn't a, a good ninja someone who can like kind of like map the surroundings and like understand? Like, it's, it's kind of like a good driver is always aware of what's going on sure. around him, uh, or like somebody somebody who's like, I never walk into an entrance without knowing where the exit is. Kinda. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah every hundred years or so, uh, they all get wiped out by samurai who are sick of their shit. Right. That that's actually that's actually what happened to the ninjas over and over. Are there still ninjas? Yeah. 
And so is and you is can Howard learn how to be one in the valley. Is Howard <laughs> kind of a, <laughs> you can take a class and learn how to be a ninja. Howard is kind of like a Jackie Chan, you know, kind of doing his own stunt scenario too. Yeah, um, do, I didn't really. He didn't really strike me as like a really athletic, nimble guy. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, Howard's a man of secrets. Uh, it's, it's every every <laughs> issue. It seems to be he's got. Um, you know, some sort of ability yeah. that we didn't know about previously that it's clearly, it's, clearly he can do. It's really daunting because uh, this is not like in a game world. This is on a film set. This is like reality that he's in and he has. It would, yeah, it would be like if you just started doing backflips in this room and like. Uh, check you know, this out. Uh, you could like. like Whoa! Man, like on the ceiling. We'd be like, Andy, what's going on? And it's like, oh, you guys didn't know I was a, I was a secret ninja? And, and it's he, like that. He's, he's stuck to the roof. He turns around and looks at us and goes, I'm a ninja. Right. And I'm. I'm uh, like my fingers are like suction cups on the ceiling or something. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, uh, get down from there. <laughs> and uh, and the thing about Ouch. Nestor is so yeah, like Howard has constantly again and again like just shown brand new magical abilities per per panel. Well, he, and Nestor he's... just really has shown over and over again that all he can do is you know not direct a movie, uh, fuck uh, things up. You know, fuck things up, make a make a mess. This is the least damage howard has done to nestor in several comics so i gotta admit i i think that i don't think howard knew nestor was going to get hired in this gig he's just kind of trying to roll with it as best he could while he was being a stunt person yeah this is sort of howard just kind of succeeding despite nestor's Uh, best efforts yeah he's got a lot going on stunt people have very uh, difficult jobs it's very dangerous i would argue a good ninja might not actually like so that this Howard might not actually be Howard. <laughs> that, like, oh, good, so it's a Mission Impossible. A, a good, yeah, a good ninja oh. might, might be doing like a secret because I could actually see Howard being one of those guys escorting him. Okay, or or he's the director Umberto. Yeah, yeah Umber- I mean, if Umberto. You can pretend to be a ninja. You essentially could pretend to be anyone. <laughs> so so once so, once Howard has gotten Nestor fired and kept him again, you know, financially insolvent, so he can't live his life normally and has to hear Howard's video game tips. Uh, they just turn around and both Umberto and the stunt person have turned into logs and he just <laughs> escapes. Cause that's what ninjas can do. Yeah. I actually think that, that Howard as Howard being Umberto is the best explanation for what is going on because oh, why, yeah. why, right. why else would Nestor be invited to the set? Like they're just going to invite some random kid to the set. Yeah. And like, I don't buy that this guy's ever directed a movie before. Like, yeah. And like, and and also like, there is a little bit of a disguise element to this director. He's wearing like these thick, large sunglasses. Uh, but and there's, it's also kind of weird. Like Umberto is sort of like a like a Mexican or a Spanish name, and he's and he's like clearly Italian. So that's I feel like that's sort of like a little know, hint, like an oversight. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, somebody from Washington State isn't going to know shit about the difference <laughs> between Italians and people from Central and South America. But if he is creating an elaborate fantasy, like the movie The Game, to trick Nestor, right? It's possible. It's, so, I think that that makes sense to me. So I think what they really should have called this is the million dollar project because, like, it's not a movie. It's it's all about this is a mind fuck. Yeah, getting getting Nestor away from. Yeah, I can see that. And if you, the, I, he's he's <laughs> so close every time because I know if he has a little bit of money, he's going to start therapy, like psychotherapy, <laughs> and like. You know, in the last issue, he could have met that woman who'd have realized that he's being abused. And he needs help and gotten him into foster care. Like once again, <laughs> yeah. he's just. Pulled back from, from like, uh, yeah. I, what's the opposite of the brink? Pulled back from the wind? Pulled back from hope? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure, like, Howard figured out, like, Nestor wants to be a director. And he's like, oh, come on, buddy. You could be a director. I bet you'd be great at it. Come on. I got a friend. I can hook you up. Come on, buddy. Yeah. You'd be, you'd be perfect at and being like, a director. Oh, and it's like, 
get this. They're make you know that Ninja Gaiden game. It's so cool. They're making a movie They're of it. They're making a movie of it. And and only, it, only Nestor would Nestor, be too, so stupid. It, it, yeah, Nestor, if you're going to be a director, you have to be willing to grab the mic. You have to be willing to call cuts. If you feel like Your you need to Your vision matters, Nestor. Just, just, and this is the way it is on film sets. If you don't like something, just grab the megaphone, yell action, yell cut. This, it's, your, it's your rodeo, man. Because everybody knows that like people who act like garbage and take charge on film sets are promoted, and they get to keep making movies, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's just like we, we're getting, yeah. That's like this would be a very different comic, uh, comic if we were getting the thought bubbles instead of the speech bubbles. Like true. Uh, the final thought bubble I think of this director would be, haha, I'm secretly Howard. <laughs> <laughs> right, and the guy and gotcha the again, yeah. and the guy who looks like Howard would be like, I am not Howard. <laughs> That's, that's definitely you know <laughs> i am not howard haha ha, we got nestor yeah and then nestor if there were another panel that doesn't exist nestor would be you know taken to the police station or something you know to cool out for 24 hours in the drunk tank <laughs> saying like with a bunch of people that know him because he's been there so many times yeah and like a thought bubble being like i've I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I but, shouldn't have. I shouldn't have done that. I thought I knew where the one up I hope, was. I hope Howard doesn't find out about this. He's going to be so embarrassed. God, I'm such a such a like such a little fuck up kid. Yeah, which is exactly and like, and like, what he wanted. One of the guards is is taping Nestor um, and going to send it to Howard. <laughs> right, they have an infrared camera that can see Nestor's thought bubble, and then when when Howard sees it, he's like, yes. Yes. So I, I did see, I did see the cut half. I that, that's not true. I'm lying. There's obviously not another half page of comic. But if there were, I think in addition to what you guys are describing, it's very obvious to then, you know, Howard says yes, and then goes back to like bench pressing arcade cabinets because he's the warehouse yeah. manager. Right. That's how he got this strong. He's bench pressing the Nintendo Power Ten he, or whatever. It's he's called. A, you know how yeah, like he, Ben Affleck's Batman is like a CrossFit murder Batman who like he has this rainy concrete jail cell that he works out in and he has the ropes and the tire. Right. I yeah. I think Howard is like that, but in a the Nintendo of America warehouse. I yeah. feel like he's got a power glove and he like Darth Vader's people <laughs> with it. Yeah. Almost certainly. That's the guy who Captain Nintendo is afraid of at the office. <laughs> All right. I need a drink. Another drink. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Drink. Drinks round two. Hey, you're listening to the Now You're Playing With Podcast, the podcast. Are you ready? This is the beer break brought to you by Howard and Nestor. Hey, I'm Nestor. Um, glove up that beer, my friend. Here we go! Alright, you want to send me and Weston some emails? Oh no. Yeah. Now you can. Now you can. Send them to mailbox at nowyourplane.com. Yeah! Alright, let's get back to the guys. Hey, we're back! Hey, yo, yo, yo. Welcome back. <laughs> back from the little, little beer break. I, I feel like I'm drunker than I normally have ever been on this I think uh, it's the podcast. Mike Tyson's punch. The Mike Tyson's punch. <laughs> it packs a punch for sure. I, <laughs> Mike Tyson's gloves. And maybe it's my Full small of- lunch, but uh, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah it was uh, the amount of vodka in the punch. Maybe, yeah. And maybe I'm just a little Mac. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson's secret. Right. 
Little Mac, gloves don't. Are, gloves are full of Tito's. Don't go into a boxing match drunk. That's my piece of boxing advice. Yeah, come on, Little Mac, be careful. Yeah, because uh, it's, it's an art form. Uh, do, you well, think, yeah. do you think boxers are ever drunk before matches? It probably actually would be coming, right? No power. Uh, Sorry, I was just hitting a button. <laughs> I think it's a mistake. You think if I were a boxer, I, I would not do You think it would be like that. the same thing about like an improviser going on stage drunk? Uh, right. Uh, or like that's, on, yeah. on painkillers or you, whatever. How do you guys feel about that? Not good. It's a bad habit? It's, uh, it, it it's does, a crutch. There's sort of a, there's a threshold past which it doesn't work. And I'm going to say that's two drinks. Yeah. But, hmm. but one drink for Andy. Great. <laughs> one drink makes Andy a better improviser. <laughs> and then hydrocodone does not a better improviser make. I actually did have one uh, improviser. Uh, improv college show where I was uh, like legitimately sick, so I was like really on like naturally just on painkillers and stuff. Yeah, and I I probably didn't have this, but I remember that being like the best show of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was on fucking fire. Okay, when you bring it up with your friends, does everybody get really quiet? <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> they're like Brett, your your guitar solo. You like grab someone's guitar and started doing a guitar solo, and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but your memory of it, very good. That's my favorite. Hey, you guys remember that time I was on cough medicine? I drank a bottle of Tuss. I was tu- on the Tussin. I did a two-hour improv show. And everyone's like, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so we're here at Counselor's Corner. <laughs> we're, at count- we're at the Counselor's Corner. This is where the game play counselors, the experts of Nintendo video games, give tips and tricks they help on the young. Favorite Nintendo games. Thanks, game counselors. The youngs are distraught. They're they're just like, I, uh, I can't do it. And, and counselors like, I got you, bruv. Shannon Taylor is like, I got you, bruv. Yes. Huh. And so they 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 a new thing that they do is add pictures of people uh, for the game play counselor stuff. <laughs> These are the and most- I have a question. Okay. Uh, do the both if if I was if I told you uh, that the, the two people on the left were. Drake and Josh before they got famous. <laughs> Greg, Greg well, and Steve. Steve looks like an extra from Halt and Catch Fire. Greg looks like one of the bullies from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Steve could be. Steve is a guy. He looks kind of like a hipster. He has a mustache. I feel like this is somebody that we know. Like, he could be in Honestly, L.A. Yeah, right yeah, now. Steve yeah. cut, kind of looks like me. Steve cut the line at the vegan He's donut place. He's a good looking place. guy. Yeah. Steve, Steve uh, took, my plate, took my stuff at Donut Friend. Okay. Steve, Steve can go straight to hell. Uh, Tom McConville... The uh, the older fellow on the right here, the, that's the Jay Pepper Leno on the top right. Oh, Come I th- on. hey. On break from repairing Airwolf, uh, Tom is uh, here to give us some game tips. He looks he looks good. Shannon Taylor <laughs> looks like our um, our band director from junior high, Susan Meyer. <laughs> yep, the same. Shout out to Susan Meyer. Hi, Miss Meyer. Hi, Miss Meyer. I'm sorry about everything. She needs to fucking apologize to me. Yeah, hey, what, what, what did Miss Meyer do to you? I had the, uh, you know, in 2001, uh, you know, 2001, A Space Odyssey theme. Yes. It goes, do, 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 bum, 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 bum. I had the timpani solo. So he was the bum, 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 bum. Right. So I had, I tuned them incorrectly the night of the concert. Yeah. Instead of going bum, 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 it was bum, 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 bum. And she was livid. Really? She was pissed. I, I. Music I would te- be too. Music teacher's kind of, <laughs> I, I had an experience of a, of a, of a music teacher where, 
uh, we were doing an exercise where we were doing jump rope to the beat of a song. Yeah. And I had a little bit too sugar, and I was, I was, being, a little, <laughs> I was being a little wild with that jump rope. Those uppers and those downers. I, I, I was screaming and laughing <laughs> as I was doing that jump rope. Yeah. We got in huge trouble. This was a, sh- a, sh- a show of some kind? No, it was just during class. Okay. We were just jump roping to the beat of a song. So, and I was giggling and laughing while doing the jump rope. That's, that's As fun. you should do as a kid, jump roping. So you were capable of making a teacher so angry that it was like the anger la- level that a teacher would feel if they were embarrassed in front of parents. Because like, in Miss Meyer's sir, you know, instance, like in Andy's example, parents are not very smart, right? Like, because they're they're just us, but like they have kids. Yeah, well, they're like, they're like uh, according, uh, according to a Nestor, uh, they are secret, they secretly think they're smarter than us. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just picture parents as like me, but, as dumb as I am, and even I know how the theme to two thousand one goes. Yeah. So I feel like that one was like she's like I should have done something by Tchaikovsky because parents aren't going to fucking know. It was it was that was a bad moment for me because did obviously she like, she, did she like embarrass you in front of people like what's there was there it was just written all shame? over her her face yeah and like leading up to the concert she was just um, I feel like really zeroing in on um, stuff I was doing in like a very personal way did you, did you have a bad relationship with her before that we had a very good relationship oh, up really? until wow. that up until that concert do you think it had nothing to do with you like she was just dealing with something else yes oh well what the fuck. Anyway, if um, hello, if you're out there. All right. Well, we're talking about video games here. <laughs> uh, and I honestly, none of these tips really stuck out. Did you uh, see they tried to, the, the Ikari Warrior stage select is in here again because it's so hard to enter. Right. Didn't you do this in a previous episode, Brett? Uh, Brett, it might have he, been. Yeah. Brett the, read it to me and I tried to enter and it didn't fucking work. Well, it's so easy. <laughs> no, it's not. Look at this string of commands. I'm not... Can we do an improv warm up? Instead of counting to 20, we count the Inkari warrior (laughs) code. Yeah. yeah, I'm vetoing that. We're not going to do it. Up. Down. (laughs) A. A. B. B. Sorry, left. Right. A. B. Up. A. Down. Right. Right. Left. Left. Be more featured. All right, uh, we got <laughs> we got some more ninja that, that, that guidance. Could, that, could, that bit had more potential than it was given. Yeah. Well, I actually had a, one last thing about uh, somebody has a question in Council's Corner. How do I defeat the Dark Nuts? Hey, I'll tell you how to defeat the Dark Nuts. Andy, are you a gymnast or is this going to go where I think it is? Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, how do you dismount these wizards? <laughs> the only way to defeat the Dark Nuts is to take off your wizard. <laughs> Take off your wizard, wizard rubs. Hey, dark, dark nuts is a thing that like every guy deals with. It's it's not. Gotta help me out, baby. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna mark nuts. this to cut it out later. <laughs> you know, dark nuts is what happened before my massive cum shot. <laughs> More features. Since I cut out the thing about uh, how Blaster Master is what your girlfriend calls you, I'm leaving this one in. <laughs> well, you gotta keep, yeah, yeah. People need to know this side of me. Yeah, that's what they called you back in college. Uh, that was his second joke. His first one was... Uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. His Blaster Master is what I do to my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I just said Blaster Master is what I do to my girlfriend. Yeah. So this... Which, 
It's true. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, I'm a sorry. Bit, a little bit too much of this Mike Tyson punch out. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ninja Gaiden. Um, Ninja Gaiden is a classic. Um, what's wrong with this guy's face? What emotion? Okay, so this artwork is, I think, attempting to... I don't think it's original artwork, but uh, Ryu, our Ninja Gaiden hero, is standing in front of a purple face monster guy. Who has vampire teeth. Yeah, uh, are there does. vampires in Ninja Gaiden? Is that... I, I think thought there that was. was the back of his... It's prob- his probably the back of his It's the of angle. His teeth. Oh. It's, it's a bit of an angle trick. Okay. But the expression on his face, I would not describe as menacing, and I was just curious if you guys had... Like, what emotion is that? Well, actually, Weston, I actually... This is kind of an optical illusion scenario where if he has vampire teeth, it's very menacing. But if you look at that as his back molars, he looks like a doofus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very big difference. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is the... Uh, I'm seeing the rabbit to your duck, and that rabbit's not very menacing. You're right. It's... Uh, yeah. Because he, he looks crazy if it's vampire teeth. Because, honestly, yeah, honestly... If those are vampire teeth, he is fully scary. Like it's doing the right. job. I, is um, this this is kind of what he's like? I'm. Uh, this I'm, is a podcast, Andy. You've got to. <laughs> Which is okay. Yeah. So he's like, it's head tilted back, just kind of mouth halfway open. Um, yeah, that's kind of like that's kind of what vampires he looks do, like, right? Okay, so if it's yeah, if, if it's like show, are, he's really just showing his teeth, and so if he was showing his teeth and they are vampire teeth, that's scary. But if he's showing his teeth and they're just normal teeth, it's like that's weird. It's like you gotta. There's something wrong with him. Yeah, it's like um, yeah. Uh, if if those are his back molars, I think he is about to see what the gender of the child is at the gender reveal. I think that's what it is. Right, and he's about to get get third degree burns from a firecracker. (laughs) It feels like someone's like currently like uh, feeding him like McDonald's fries. Yeah, like "Mm, feed me. (laughs) Yeah, he thinks he's about to get a fry, but it's just a fork with nothing on it, and he's just like, "Huh?" I think that's the emotion. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's an adult man who's thinking that his partner is going to feed him French fries, like he's a little baby boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's not getting that, and he's about to have a human, you know, like an adult reaction. But for now, he's still a child who's being denied. denied or his like fries. those eyes look really focused, so I could see like he's driving and someone's feeding him fries, like on the way home. Yeah, so he's like watching the road <laughs> and eating at the same time. Yeah, I'm in a big hurry. Just put them in my mouth. Put them in my mouth. Put them in my mouth. Ninja Gaiden is a cool game. I think we've talked. It, it, it has we, we my favorite trope, which is that when a ninja is helped by the CIA guy. <laughs> I wrote. I wrote. This game is sick. This game is sick. It, yeah. Honestly, playing and, it and not from a virus. It's no, being it's great. Good. It's it's weird. Also, like um, how terms become outdated in this. Like saying sick and this uh, thing. I think it was from earlier, but someone like refers to something as bad. Like, as bad. This, this right. is bad. Exactly. I, I dated myself by saying sick. It's sick. This, Wait, is sick out of date? No, not yet. Okay, good. It will be, it will be in 30 years. It will yeah. be. <laughs> it's bad out of date. I kind of want to bring bad back. It's bad. It's bad. It's rad, yeah. rad power glove bad. is bad. Yeah. It's so bad. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, it's, cool it's actually bad. The power glove is not <laughs> yeah, the power a glove good power, investment. Yeah, that's not a compliment. And it is sick in the bad way as well. Yeah. like It makes me sick uh, how overpriced <laughs> it is. <laughs> Guys, there's a treacly little bit of fiction and Nintendo Power Treakly means like kind of a uh, saccharin. Yeah, this is really cool. There was um, I actually really like this. Yeah, there was like a um, user submitted where like all these kids would submit little little stories they wrote. After and, dude, what gave us Captain Nintendo? They wouldn't let him write stories. Yeah, anymore. like the Captain <laughs> Nintendo guy got the boot, 
and they gave it to a little kid. And it's like, my big thing after this is like, I just knowing that a kid wrote this made it a lot better. Yeah. It's like, also, it's also pretty well written. If, it's, if I, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. And like, uh, and granted, so, like, I feel like if I was told an adult wrote this, I'd be like, you're an idiot. But you know, <laughs> with, so, with the context that a kid wrote it, it's suddenly pretty good. Yeah. This if you're is, 10, this, this is good. So this is the fiction writer showcase. And the story here is called friends. And it is the tale of a kid named Jason who is playing Nintendo, and what his mother does not know is that he's actually in the game with his friend Link, which... And what his mom doesn't know also is he is ripping on those PB&Js. He is. And he's feeding the PB&Js to Link, who needs them for sustenance. Yeah, (laughs) because it it makes me think about all the Links that died in other Nintendo systems all across (laughs) the country. Yeah, so what happens is his mom for... Uh, pretty much every single lunch makes uh, this kid, and this the short story is through this kid's point of view, and his mom makes him PB and J's, and he is like he is feigning what, disinterest. What, moms are so out of touch; mm-hmm. they think every kid likes PB and J's. What an idiot! Get away from your <laughs> Nintendo tapes for five minutes and, and come eat lunch, honey. And yeah, so he like reluctantly like grabs the PB and J, but he goes inside afterwards he goes inside the tv and 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 he feeds the pb and j right link. and link is a little sarcastic like let me guess pb and j again yeah but link <laughs> is not the uh sexist shitbag that he is in the cartoon leading me to believe that the adventure like the legend of zelda cartoon should have been written by this child yeah i feel like it would have been better i feel it like been way yeah, better i feel like I think he a total missed opportunity was to have Ganon come in and go. Oh my God! Did she do PB? <laughs> that would have been good. Jason could kill him with a letter opener. I uh, did, but it's a sweet story about a boy who can travel in and out of the TV, and it's and got like a PB and J scenario. It kind of runs through it and at the end. Like Link is like, we should respect these PB and Js, right? Like, right. And J- Jason, aka Jace, helps Link find. Uh, secrets in legend of zelda like the entrance to level seven or something yeah the yeah it's, it's like mid-adventure and they don't solve it all like it, it's not like a big win it's just kind of like a day in the life of this kid and his friend who happens to be a video game character and honestly like it's i mean i really do think it was the context of knowing a kid wrote this but i was like a little bit charmed by this i was like this is fun like a little kid wrote this and i definitely like overly thought about how like oh Content like when you want to like something, you will like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, automatically. Like I feel like, like I just watched a new Marvel movie. I watched, and the whole time I'm just like, this, I don't like it. I was kind of like not in it. Are you not going to name it? Because people are going to think that's an edit. Because you're like, I watched, and uh, I didn't like it. I don't know. The, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the Ten Rings. But he actually, just for the oh, record, he the, actually the, didn't the say the new Ten Rings. The new one. one. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's oh, the last like five Marvel movies I've watched. Like I'm just bored of the origin story stuff. Right. And I'm like, yeah. But granted, like I'm like, if I went into this the same way I go when I'm watching like a friend show or like a 101 screening, and I'm just like wanting to laugh. Yeah. Like I'm wanting to support it. I would have probably enjoyed it more. But right. the fact that I'm like, oh, this is like this is what everybody likes. I have to go into it like wanting it like like if you knew that that a, a nine-year-old had written shang chi yeah totally uh, you would have been it, it's more, like, a lot kinder it, it, to yeah. it. it's going into a movie like yeah. needing it to prove itself to you versus going into it already supporting it and I, I feel like that is the difference of knowing a kid wrote it versus an adult yeah i feel like that's critical context here uh, yeah. for this story if I, if, I, if I if i if it started with a full-grown adult wrote this story <laughs> the whole time i'd be like you are a moron right 
Um, I, w- I would like to point out something about the story, which is that Mom, a character in the story, Mom, Moom, is a character that exists only to make food for for Jace. Yeah. Um, she she appears. She just makes things in the kitchen. I also don't know. Like, do we think that this is in the world of the story? Can he literally go into the game and out of the game? Yeah. Is this literally happening? I'm picturing the TV literally being like a portal. Okay. Yeah, I, I think he actually can. And this is actually the... I, I mentioned earlier there was something I wanted to say about Link when he got voted best character or whatever. I think for a lot of young boys, there's like a... Rather than it being like a Gordon Freeman in Half-Life where it's like the this is a player embodiment. Like this is not a full person. This is kind of the player's avatar in the world. Yeah, which is I, what Link is. I actually, I, based on people's reactions here, I get the impression that they're seeing Link as a friend, like re- like another person. I mean, obviously, the story is literally that. Yeah, do you think that's like early gaming? Like, well, before people really like, do you think at this point of life, no one ever really put themselves in the avatar? Well, I, I just, just want to say, you know, I played Legend of Zelda 1 as a young boy, and I don't recall anything like this happening. Going inside the Going screen, inside the TV. Going inside the TV. You didn't? That did not. Did your mom ever make you PB&Js? Every day, but I I don't recall ever going inside the TV. I went in Star Fox. I no shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was like a few years later than after this. We can, we can talk about it. We get to Star Fox. How, we get to the how, Star okay, Fox. My question issue. for if you were in Star Fox world was how badly did Falco rip up those PB and J's? Oh did, yeah, I bet he was so Falco. hungry. I bet Slippy was hungry too. Falco only eats dim sum. Yeah, how, how much peanut butter did Slippy get on? on, on <laughs> I want peanut butter. I want peanut butter. Help me. Slippy, without fail. Help me, I need more jelly. You could give Slippy <laughs> a sippy cup, like with a safety lid, and he would still manage to like fucking drench himself in whatever food or drink you give him. Like you could make it, you could try to spoon feed him stuff, and he'd still be a goddamn mess like an infant. Yeah. I end. feel like Peppy would be like, I ordered a steak. Yeah, Peppy. I, do a sandwich roll. Yeah. Peppy, give, me a, give me a hoagie roll. Give, give me, <laughs> Peppy yeah. gave me pools from his... Uh, <laughs> Peppy's a big, like, flaskman, so he he always has, like, his hooch flask, and he was always letting me take, you know, little nips from the flask. That seems stressful to me, that the characters in your, in your game need human food to They're continue? in a fucking war zone. They need all kinds of things they're not getting. Anyways, this is going to be like a four years, so check back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like, like games are stressful enough that like, oh, I got to fucking feed you too? Yeah, it's like, it's like I don't need every game to be a t- Tamagotchi. Yeah. Yeah, I want a game to be like a fun diversion. Yeah. It's like not every game needs to be well, what, what games are the ones where you have to like check in every day? Is that more like phone games? Like, Destiny. like a Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Fucking Destiny. <laughs> Fucking Destiny. Yeah, Destiny is Did you do all your bounties, you piece of shit? Clock in and do your Destiny job. You, that, well, that's honestly, how the game like, talks if, to if I, had a, if I had to feed my World of Warcraft character a, a PB&J every time I logged in, that'd be a bit of a... <laughs> if in my clan there was like a PBG, PB&J vault... And like, do you, do the characters become overweight, or let's say you don't play the game for a couple of years, do they die? I mean, can you eat only PB and J's? Because I, I guess so. As they asked uh, at the end of this little story, they predicted PB and J's for dinner. <laughs> right? Oh my god! What is this mom? What is this mom's job? Where does she work? She, well, she only exists in the kitchen. 
I'm not. No, I'm not saying that I'm women belong in the kitchen. I'm saying that the author Robbie H. Lawton, the um, his backward view of his mother is that she only exists in the kitchen to make him food. Final thought: I googled Robbie H. Lawton. All I could find was obituaries. <laughs> Got what he, That's what you get for for for. I don't. in your mind. I don't in the think it was him. But well, Link Link uh, Link killed him. The author of this Link said. <laughs> Link said, "I'm sick of those PB and J." I said, "I wanted French fries." <laughs> You know how in Phantasmagoria, I want fish sticks. In the fan, in the first Phantasmagoria, one of the ways that guy, the evil magician guy, kills one of his wives is by putting a feeding like funnel in her mouth and bounding her up and like stuffing her so full of food she dies. Like a uh, oh, what's the uh, wait, Weston? You think the, the us talking about stuffing a woman to death is it's more appropriate <laughs> than me saying I'm a master blaster? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, not a woman. I, I was theorizing that if Link did kill uh, Robbie, that's how he went out. Yeah, yeah. I hope he didn't actually die because that would be. I mean, I just said. said I hope monsters. he didn't die too. Yeah, seriously. I, I hope it was a different. Okay, well, yeah, this is a boy, um, so we're good. Uh, I feel like I haven't he, learned anything. I mean, he could have clearly died during one of his adventures with Link. Yeah, because if you die in the video game, you die in real life. Exactly. Hey, it's the top thirty, and we'll just do. The top five. Although I do want to give a little shout out to Rampage. Getting in the top ten. Game's so fucking good. Rampage is... It's a game where you beat up buildings. And eat <laughs> toilets. Andy is not impressed by Rampage. <laughs> I like Rampage. Um, Rampage like, is a oh, great game. I'm so game. impressed. You're beating up buildings. You can... Uh, He's so mean to giant monsters. You can, They're you doing can, their you, best. You can bounce on the London Bridge. Like a trampoline. Oh, really? Smash those tanks. And they hurt you when you smash them. I just feel like as a kid, I enjoyed any game with a lot of unlockable characters, mm-hmm. and the Rampage I played had a lot of them. Hey, you know how many people are here right now? Three. You know how many people can play the Rampage arcade game? Three. I, I, I can guess how many people are interested in Rampage. Two. Two. <laughs> hey, I like Rampage. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> All right. So at number five, and this is a brand new to the brand new to the to the top five. Track and Field Two. Give a round of applause. I, I'm. It's also archery. Archery is in track and field. Running with power pad sales. I don't. This is not a. This is not a power pad game, right? That was a different. Was that like track field power play? At this point in the podcast, I'm so (laughs) confused because, like, between the different track and field games that do or do not use the power pad, I'm just. I don't know what any of them are. I'm so lost. There's one of them that's like ten thousand dollars. Wait, really? Like nowadays, it's like yeah, a it's like item? it's like a very very rare game. I wish I. It's embarrassing that I don't know. It's embarrassing that I don't own it. <laughs> that is embarrassing. <laughs> the final piece of my collection, <laughs> out of grasp. <laughs> Number four, a normal game. There's no power pod, power pad option. Contra. I hear good things about Contra. It's doing good. I think it's going up. I think it's it's only rising in the in this uh, list. I think that game may stand the test of time. Hanging out with your bud in the jungle. It's a jungle game. If there are non-jungle levels, or are they mostly jungle? I think it's all jungle. There's a and, snow and level. there's like evil science bases. That's true. So it, it confirms your theory, Brett, about what games are. Contra 3 <laughs> The Alien Wars doesn't have a jungle because <laughs> it's post-climate crisis. Yeah, well, at number three. <laughs> <laughs> We've got The Legend of Zelda. You know, you guys know that Contra 3 The Alien Wars takes place in like the year 3100 or something? At number two. 
Super Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> the adventures of Mario continue. Mario and Luigi can't stop jumping. And Toad. In, uh, in and Contra 3, you fight a lot of aliens. It's true. Is there a 3D Contra game? Unfortunately. There's like quite a few of them, and they're, they're all bad, right? There's one where you're a bear or something, and it's supposed to be terrible. Really? Sick. Contra Hardcore? Or no, no, no. No. It's like a new game. Hard- hardcore is a Genesis game. That's right. And there is a little short robot that's like waist height, has a smaller hitbox. Right. What about a Contra Bomberman crossover? Hey, that'd be great. I'm just laying some bombs and you shoot me with a gun. <laughs> and coming in at number one is Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. <laughs> <laughs> so a notable drop from Super Mario Bros. 2. Super Mario Bros. 2 was dominating. The competition for this a while. isn't this that, is that an thing, awkward it was, time. It was like seven it times was the dominating. Votes. It was crazy, and it has fallen to the wayside. To Imagine to, living in this time you know where why? it's like, oh, the latest game is Zelda two, and the latest Mario game is Super Mario Brothers two. Like yeah, these yeah. fucking backward. <laughs> backward but if you don't people. know, I mean, yeah, they, <laughs> I don't complain about the fact that I've been to the future and see and seen what's coming in the next ten years. I, yeah, I think there's like a. I'm thing. happy where I am because I know about the bad stuff but, that's coming. But too. Do you think Wait, what's happening? Like, what's coming? Should you should you not be capable of judging good from bad? Uh, you know. Well, I mean, if you don't know, you, <laughs> you don't, don't know. If you don't like, know. You have, you no, you have no idea. So, yeah, like, like, I'm for instance, I think I'm prob- ignorant right now that there's probably a great Mario game that's going to come out in two years. I'm ignorant of it. There's yeah. not, but you don't think- <laughs> all right, you've been to the future. Well, what if, yeah, uh, I don't know. What if some Mario Odyssey DLC could prove you wrong? What, yeah, but that's not a standalone game. Well, I guess I got to ask, what's coming in the following decade? Oh boy! <laughs> oh man! We should do. Uh, a, we, let, let's do a bonus episode for the Patreon. What about after a, this is over? I'll tell you guys everything. Uh, hey, join our Patreon about, if you want to hear the episode. What, what's the next? What's the next hit Mario sports game? Let's see. There was just a golf game. Just Mario a, Rugby. Mario Rugby. Hey, that's fun. It has an American football mode. Again, you should listen to the Patreon podcast. Join our Patreon. What's next for Zelda? Other than Breath of the Wild 2. Cartoon Zelda. Zelda. Okay. Um, Link's Awakening 3. I think they... um, We don't have a Patreon They make a prequel to the Link's crossbow training. Okay. (laughs) Where you train the the slingshot. (laughs) Yeah, but it uses Wind Waker graphics. That's that's great. That's a good idea. Uh, You you know what I really want to be? And then you... um, I want Linkle to be a playable character in the next Legend of Zelda. I want I want Lady Girl Link with a cro- dual crossbows. Yeah, that shit's rad. Linkle, Linkle is the guy who lives with his parents. No, that's Tingle. Yeah, that's Tingle. Sorry. You're thinking about you. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm Brett's well, so I'm, mean. I'm drunk and slamming right now. I, put, put in the slide whistle. We got to move on. Uh, I, don't, I don't live with my parents. No, he and he's cool. Thanks. Hey, did you guys see this uh, Professor Nestor's Father's Day lecture? Well, yeah. Does anyone else have like any like main thoughts right away? Well, I think you know right off the top of my head. I think if you paid for a college class and your professor is Nestor from Nintendo Power, you're kind of fucked. Like you're making bad life choices. I think this is a gimme credit. Yeah, it would be like um, it would be like Nestor directing the movie. Uh, it's like, oh, uh, what's the ploy here? Uh, well, it, I think Howard's yeah. doing something. I mean, obviously, yeah, it feels like next uh, next 
uh, Nestor and Howard comic we read will start with um, Nestor being a educate like some sort of teacher, right? Um, it's like the kids. The kids really want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, he wants to, and then it ends with like obviously like Howard just stuffing his face in dirt, saying, "Nope, <laughs> this is." <laughs> oh, you thought you were professor, and now your face is in dirt. <laughs> oh, you're, no, you're a worm eater. <laughs> so, so this this lecture is a thinly veiled advertisement for what to get, what video games to buy your father for Father's Day, and. Right, he's saying like, uh, don't get your dad a tie. Get him um, anticipation for the NES. Right, don't get your dad a hammer. Get him the Legend of Zelda, and then help him, him play it. Get him Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. Yep. I, I my big thing is that, so they go over like kind of like dad facts that are kind of like saying like, okay, here's the fact about a dad, and here's why it would result in it's a real a different game you'd want to buy. I'm curious how accurate we think these dad facts are. So. Fact number one is uh, dads secretly want to be professional athletes. No, they just want to watch the professional athletes, right? I have met many dads who have been like, oh, man, I was this close to being a professional golfer. Like, I, I, do, I do know. No, really. Not, not my personal dad. Not lying. I, not joking. I know a handful of dads who um, were like, uh, I, I know one dad who was like, oh, I, I could have been a professional skier. Yeah. And then okay. I know another dad who was like, I was right there. I was about to become a professional golfer. It just, it just didn't happen. Right. Huh. So I know two. This was, this was my dad to a certain extent because he, he always wanted me to go to Notre Dame to play uh, football. Wait. And that didn't, that didn't happen. Did you, what, what, I, I feel did like you play football even at a young age, it would have been clear that you were not going to play football. Yeah, exactly. Well, what happened was, uh, we got an NES. That's really what happened. My sister got an NES for her birthday in 1989, right. and then the whole trajectory of my life changed. Playing Mickey Mouse capades. So, do you guys take gut chat with just dads in general? Is this true or false? Is this fact debunked, or is it true? Oh, want to be professional athletes? I think it's more they want other people to be professional athletes that they can then watch and or benefit okay, from so monetarily. That's false? Yeah, so that's a false. I think this is like, is like partially true. If this, is like, if this is like a fact check website, it's yeah. partially true. Okay, needs so context. I'm also partially true, so it's uh, in, in Weston's a hard false, so it's it's a little more towards false. Uh, dads secretly think that they are smarter than their kids. What do you think about that? True, uh, that's true. Kids are, sure true. kids are idiots. Yeah, that's I, I, my only thing is like I don't think it's secret. No, that's like, that's. I think uh, for my for at least my experience, I feel like it's it, a dad is clearly like, yeah, I am smarter than than my five year old son. That is a give me. I yeah. mean, I used to try to stick forks into power sockets. I mean, that's, do you think did only your, an idiot did, would do did that? Your, did your dads do any like effort to try to make you feel smart? Do you think? Mm, no. Oh, you mean like like encouragement? like losing purpose? I don't know. Like do anything like Andy's so smart. Andy's such a smart. He's so smart. Like He's sarcastically. <laughs> That sounds like it sounds like a no. Well, I got yeah, I got into National Honor Society. He's like, "Oh, you're so smart. Oh, I'm so impressed." And I'm Jesus like, "Dad, Christ, he really did that? That's awful." He's like, "Oh, Dad, I got into college. Hmm, I'm so impressed." <laughs> okay, fact number three: Dads secretly believe that they are party animals. What do you? What do you what, how, does that ring? True. True. Really? False. I'd say I false. Mean, my dad, definitely not. Do you think from like? But I'm also saying like, do you think you've met other people like dads who are? Because I've met a lot of dads. This is like a very type of dad. I think this is very midwestern right. dad. Yeah, that we're yeah, talking yeah. About here, and it's I'm it's fair fun. to say you've you've yeah. created a a, a a popular series about dads. About dads, yes. I feel like you've got the you've, you've, got, you're on I, the inside I, track. I've done all the dad research. Yeah, uh, my dad. Um, I I learned much later in life that he and his 
buddies and my mom, they would have, this is like 1981 or something. They would like have naked Olympics and like they would get drunk and like, I don't know, slip, go on slip and slides or I have no idea. It was like Texas in 1981. Yeah. I I do feel like, like at the end of the day, I feel like a good percentage of people just did like at least very, in the very least in college, drink a lot, you know, at minimum. Uh, and I think that results in you becoming a person who eventually slows down and like wants to kind of tell your kid, Hey, Hey kid. I was yeah. kind you of don't, par- you don't, don't want to experience kidney I, failure. I was kind of a party. Huh. Like, I, my feeling is like, I feel like most people have like a secret pride there. I think so. I'm going to go true on this one. True. Okay. Two true is one true. false. True. I wish my dad was a party animal. He must've party dads are basically couch crusaders who want hero who want to be heroes and have great adventure true 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 yeah boom okay um (laughs) (laughs) most stamps seem to be fascinated by games in which you knock little balls into holes okay my dad is not fascinated by games really my dad doesn't understand things that aren't actually he did play golf but he didn't we had to have someone come over to hook up the NES. He just didn't get it. Well, did he play real life clear, golf, though? Golf is a game. Yeah. No, this oh, is a, a, video games. He doesn't like video games. We're going past video games. Does your dad like golf or billiards? He likes. He liked golf in the 80s. He likes golf. What about... Okay, that doesn't count. Weston, where, where are you at? Um, I'm going to go true. I'm going to go medium. So we're stuck on a medium for that one. Okay. Right. Oh, are, are there overruled by your medium? Even no, false, not... true, right? False. Is that what you yeah? Said? I said false. False, oh, true, medium. All right. Boom. Fine. Dads love solving problems. Ever notice how they tinker endlessly with their cars? This false. is a bit of a two-part. False, true. Okay. <laughs> all right. Case closed. <laughs> so yeah. So basically, Nestor, it's like buy your dad. Nestor saying buy your dad terrible games. Uh, great advice. <laughs> Thanks, Nestor. <laughs> Uh, do you think anyone like has resentment for Nestor? For I have a lot of resentment. for <laughs> I Nestor. do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought I was going to learn something about Father's or Father's Day, and I got hoodwinked. Like, oh, it's another crummy commercial. Yeah, get by Wheel of Fortune. I'm sure it's a fun game. Do you do you think you're going to feel differently? Like, if you got this, so okay, so you went to this professor thing. You, you yeah. got the whole sermon. It was it wasn't great. But you leave and you see Nestor getting his face dumped in trash <laughs> saying, saying, you're an eat trash professor. <laughs> yeah. Would, you, would that change your opinion? It's like, it's like, okay, all right. I guess I got my money's worth. <laughs> yep. Here we got, it's classified info. The, <laughs> this is, of course, the unsolicited game tips. Counselors come to you. They bring the tips to you. Important tips. I, I got to be honest. I mean, you know, we don't need to go through all of these because they're all just kind of like, eh, it's mash, start a lot, oh. blaster master to hit oh, people. Oh, I up. assumed we were going to th- go through every single one of those. No, no, no. Uh, no I'll, I'll tell you how to get the extended grenade and blaster master. One, th- one thing I've noticed is over the issues, these have become more obtuse. They're more like bugs and cheats, like to yeah. beat stuff. And it just made me think about, you know, like what it must have been to be... One of the game counselors, you know, like sneaking into that kid's bedroom. The thing that they wanted, the game tips they want to tell that kid. Again, you know, this is what Howard Lincoln, or Howard Lincoln. This is what Howard Phillips. Howard and Lincoln li- working together. <laughs> Howard Phillips lived to force game tips onto Nestor. He's literally molding Nestor's entire life to do this. And I just, the game counselors clearly have that same DNA within them, except that, you know, like all the things they're trying to tell these kids make no sense. It's like the, yeah, the pitfall right, thing in Metal Gear. Run out of cheats. 
Well, apparently Bubble Bobble has two endings. Did not know that. <laughs> isn't, isn't that weird? Yeah, um, so, yeah, he's breaking in the kid. Hey, hey, kid. Hey, you know, Bubble Bobble. Hey, kid. Next. Hey, kid. Wake up. <laughs> hey, hey, you're asleep in your race car bed. <laughs> hey, kid. Wake up. I, I don't have any more tips. Sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, kid. You like Gold Go 13? <laughs> a lot of people did, apparently, because it's in every fucking issue. I, don't, I still don't know what Gold Go 13 is. It, <laughs> so the, I think part of the reason it keeps showing up is because in Japan, that comic, that manga, sold like 70 million copies or something. It says it somewhere else in the magazine. So it's like, it was this massive hit. So I don't know. Yeah. It ain't now. Gold Go. The kid's like... I have, to go to, I have to go to school in two hours. Hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, I'm, shut I'm the sorry. fuck I'm going to teach you Zelda 2 tips. <laughs> hey, when you fire grenade the boss in Blaster Master? What? What? Do you have Blaster Master? No. Get right. out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, just, do, you, uh, do you mind if I rummage through your, your fridge a little bit? <laughs> I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kid, I got, I got a tip for you. A uh, little cheat code. Kill your dad. <laughs> Kill your dad, and then Captain Nintendo can get with your mom. <laughs> Kill, Kill your dad and put in a good word for Captain Nintendo. Mario's. All right, yeah, well, let's go to the... Kid, what's your favorite... Go your to the video favorite, shorts. What's your, what's your mom's favorite brand of lingerie? <laughs> video Vi- shorts. Who cares? Video shorts. Uh, yeah, there's really nothing here. Uh, uh, I, I got a quick, a quick bit. Um, okay, yeah, go for this, it. Uh, so the Super Dodgeball game that they are previewing. Oh yeah. Um, I was. I asked my mom. Uh, my mom came home from school, and she was like, "Oh, I need to go to the store. Do you want me to rent you a video game, a oh. Nintendo game?" And I was like, "Yes, wow. yes, yeah. of course, yes, of course. Uh, yeah, this is fantastic, yeah, mom. This Bring, is, mom, this is best case scenario. This is the best case and scenario. spaghetti for dinner, right?" So uh, I, I, I'm kind of like feeling like, I don't know, feeling like really good. So I'm like, um, <laughs> just rent me whatever. Just pick something. I had never said this before. Usually I have specific requests. Yeah. Playing with fire. So she comes back with Super Dodgeball, and I was very upset. <laughs> Which is crazy because <laughs> Super Dodgeball is good, right? Well, I was just like, a sports game? Mom, mom, and she was—I could tell that she was a little hurt. Aww. Like I, because I had said, rent whatever you know, anything will be fine. Like you gave her the, tr- yeah, yeah, and then like a little brat. Anyway, so oh man, Do I you- just, I just, it, I see that the. the the word super dodgeball and it just fills me with regret. Yeah, that is I that's hard. Like I've got some memories of me as a kid. Like I remember my dad gave me like a book series that he like read as a kid. It's like, hey, here's like this series I love. And I'm like, oh great. And it just ended up like under my bed and like they got to, all the books got like destroyed. Uh-huh. And like I remember like he like grabbed it and like the books what were like was... really shredded. Oh. And no. it was like this like intimate present that I was given that was just totally just destroyed. And what I felt, happened? I felt I don't know. I think it, like, I put it like under my bed, and then I pushed something else inside of my bed, so all the books got squished. Uh-huh. And it, that's really it. It's like I put it somewhere I wasn't thinking about it, then I squished them with something else. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, and it's like the idea of giving your kid a present and then having it get squished. Yeah. That'll, I don't know. That'll I've, learn them to have kids. I I got to be honest. I've never done anything to hurt my parents or my relatives. Player pull contact. <laughs> That's not true. We'll hear sad stories from me later. 
Uh, hey, in the Players Poll Contest, speaking of things you wish an adult hadn't have gotten you, you can the grand prize winner gets a mountain bike, not a BMX bike. You cannot launch this off of ramps, but Howard Phillips is going to ride a bicycle to your house and then forget it there, I guess, because he's in the picture. In the picture, he's got his trademark bow tie, and he's got, you know, wearing a business outfit. Because how would you know it was him? Right. Without the bow tie. And he has a face yeah. on, he has a look on his face like, take the, take the picture! <laughs> take the picture! <laughs> Honest to God. I, like, not that this is an issue, but he seems like he's in worse shape than he has been previously. Yeah, this is not the ninja that, from the comic. Yeah, this is, um... Interesting. <laughs> Second place, though. This is yeah. This is more honestly. This is more uh, more laid back director uh, to, to to follow that narrative. Oh, that's true. Because I can only see this guy sitting in a chair. Did he just uh, have a kid? Because like you, that third picture with him in the jersey, I think is recycled from previous. Yeah, that's an issues. old photo. There's a there's a huge difference in um, in body quality here. Uh huh. <laughs> he he put on yeah. There's, there's like 15 pounds there. Um, no offense, Howard. I've been there too. Like it well, happens to all of us. But. Yeah, this is an exciting time for Nintendo. He's on a lot of under a lot of stress. Yeah, not much time to bench press those arcade cabinets. Uh, second prize is the what should have been the first prize. They just give all fifteen of these WrestleMania games that are autographed by Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, and Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, this is this is like an amazing second prize. Yeah, this uh, is great. Macho Man Randy Savage is signing. NES games. Macho Man Randy Savage <laughs> sounds like this. How many of these very NES sim- games do I got to sign? Yeah, it's, it's like it's like the first prize is is Nestor's bowling signed by Howard, and then the second <laughs> one is <laughs> just something dope, fucking sweet. You are not going to be able to use a bunch of planks of wood to build an impromptu ramp. You can launch a mountain bike off of mountain bikes. Like kind of just live connected to the ground. I think the other weird thing is there's like no theme to this like contest like normally there's like a theme it's like oh the the number one winner gets like a trip to the real willy wonka factory and then the number <laughs> the second prize go to an archaeological like, gets five willy wonka bars like there's you know there's like a theme yeah. to the whole and thing. then it's like willy wonka on game boy <laughs> yeah and this is mountain bike to wrestling to uh jersey, jersey. yeah and i should have known by the way it's For like sports oh you have to fill out a poll to get this stuff, and it's like, oh, God. Oh, yeah, Man. they had, like, 10 million... They had so much customer information. <laughs> like, and they kept it all to themselves. Should have known you'd have to do something to get cool stuff. Tell us what tapes you're going to get next. Oh, I want Adventures of Lolo. Great. How old are you? 11? <laughs> what does your mom make you for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> Is your mom hot? <laughs> Somewhat... Uh, extremely hot, yeah. somewhat hot, not yeah. <laughs> neutral hot. <laughs> uh, total pass. Oh, <laughs> oh, snap, I got called into HR. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm Link. I'm your buddy Link. Give me some information here. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Clarence, you cannot keep asking children on the phone how attractive their mother is. And you can't keep asking for their credit card numbers. <laughs> Honestly, we should have fired you already after those those first few got <laughs> hey, through. Hey, Clarence, I'll put your shitty PB and J story in our in our, in our <laughs> magazine if you give me some some info. Oh my God, you're a saint! I got I got you. What do you need? You want some tips? I got tips up the yin yang. I got Ooh. tips pouring out of my bathroom cabinet next to my hydrocodone. Clarence, my mom works. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet your mom works. I'll bet your mom. <laughs> 
The NAS Journal, Whole New World, uh, Batman, Hey, uh, Holly uh, Robinson. This, All right, the next topic. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, love Batman. Who wouldn't love to get a little preview of the special bespoke uh, point of purchase sales world that children can go into at their nearby, I don't know, Montgomery Ward or whatever. World of Nintendo. Wow, great. Okay, cool. Here's that thing about Galgo. Galgo. They pay. Oh, here's a part where they paid this actress from 21 Jump Street 50 bucks to say that she likes Nintendo. Yep. She's, she's cute. Ooh, going to have to cut that out. <laughs> why? <laughs> canceled. <laughs> Wait, why am I canceled? Sorry, Weston. <laughs> We've got this on record. She's old enough to be your grandmother. Sorry, if you ever Wes- become the host of Jeopardy, you're in trouble. <laughs> Wait, is that what he got fired for? It was something bad on a podcast. Saying somebody's know. attractive is... No, it was something worse than that. I forgot oh, what it was. well, I'm not saying that. I'm saying she's cute. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> Y'all could go to hell. Let's get some. <laughs> hey, what'd you guys think about the ultimate video game, Lock Arm? This is pretty cool. This is a, a boy, Jeffrey Scott Campbell, who submitted... A proposal for a game that he calls Lock Arm with a bunch of really cool looking art. Yeah. It's, uh, this is a contest that was advertised in previous issues. I found it surprising that they're like, here's this game idea. We're never going to make it. <laughs> yeah, that struck me too. You won, you won the contest. We're not making it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Congratulations. You- there are professionals who are paid to do that. <laughs> Jeremy Scott Campbell, we have good news for you. You've won the contest. Oh, great. When does the game come out? It doesn't. <laughs> I looked this guy up, Jeremy Scott Campbell. He became a successful comic book artist. Wait, really? It's true. Oh, this is... Because wow. his illustrations are good. Yeah, he was, like, he was like a teenager, and then he went to work for one of those cool comic book imprints in the 90s. And then Vertigo? Something like Impact. that. Impact? One of those. Man, so his game of becoming a video game maker never came true. That is so sad. <laughs> but like with Maynard James Keenan and other great artists, like not getting what you want could lead you to greater glory in, a, in your true calling. He did. Uh, he wrote, he made a, a Marvel cover that had to be pulled because it was, he made some teenage character sexy. Oh. Uh, and a comic it, artist making a character <laughs> sexy? <laughs> An American comic? No. Yeah. Anyways, is that, like a, is, that like a, is that a recent poll? Yeah, it was like 2016. It was like some teenage character who he made like very voluptuous, and then they pulled it. Canceled. Canceled. But anyway, he's had a he went on to a cool career. Is it is it like a lot of like superhero stuff? Then? Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of comic books. I think there was even and he uh, in a 2006 issue of Nintendo Power he revisits winning this video game competition. Oh, wow. Oh, that's great. We have something to look forward to in like 150 issues. <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah, See that... y'all in 2023. My, vo- that, my voice actually broke just then. And we've got the video spotlight power players. Yeah, these kids have very healthy egos, the ones who write in. So, in some cases, like probably my favorite letter from this one is uh, Brian Decker's parent, Ron Decker, Talking that talking up his kid, he's like his kid is so good that adults, like an anesthesiologist, calls him for video game. <laughs> yeah, tips. that was my that was my like thing. It's it's specifically like I don't know like how does uh like a a random person track down a like how does a person who's like 
an adult hear about a kid being good at video games and then contact him. Right. In San Jose, there's like an anesthesiologist is like, uh, I hear there's a kid who's good at video games and I call him. Is this the house of Brian well, Decker? I mean, I guess, <laughs> I, I guess maybe the obvious route of that would be like a, he has a kid patient who's like, oh, my, my friend's playing this game. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I'm putting a kid under now. He has a question for you before he goes in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got to talk quick. He's got about 20 seconds and it's lights out for heart surgery. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, quick question. I know you're about to pass out. Do you know anything about Nintendo games or... Oh, I, I don't want to call the hotline. <laughs> Stay with me. We got we got to cut this kid's arm off. So right. I thought I'd cheer him up with a little tip for uh, his favorite video game, Rygar. Eight hours later, the kid is like, "Am I gonna live?" Yeah. And the doctor's like, "Well, I wouldn't know anything about that, but c- what can you tell me about Milan's secret castle?" <laughs> he wakes the kid up mid surgery. Hey, buddy, I know you got a lot going on here. <laughs> don't look at that. Don't look down. Doreen Mega Man, which boss should I start with? <laughs> That weird, tickly, cold <laughs> feeling, uh, we got you all the way open down there. So why don't you just... Uh, <laughs> over here? Yeah. Over here? Hey, kid. <laughs> Surgery is so fun. Anyways. Uh, There's the, the, this first letter by this kid named Jeremy Albert from Florida. He, said, he claims to have beat Zelda 2 in a week and a day. And uh, I call bullshit, no one has ever beat this game. Especially not in eight days. Well, really? isn't it like there's just one spot that's really tough, and then you get past that? Isn't there like a I feel like it's like just a very... death mountain scenario that's really hard, and then when you surpass that, you're good. I feel you like it's very tough the... yeah. all the way around. Yeah, I could see it happening. I mean, what what else is he going to do? Go on America Online doesn't exist yet. What's he going to do? Go outside or something? He could. He should, but he yeah. doesn't have a bike yet. Well, this is '89, so he should be like not doing electronics things always. Now it's okay, though. Now it's okay. <laughs> the NAS Achievers, we got high scores. All right. The Pack Watch. Uh, <laughs> good kids. Uh, good, good kids. I, talented kids. I am still deeply disturbed by the little gremlin illustrations that are giving us the hot tips and rumors at the bottom of the page uh, on the Pack Watch. Like all oh, of the. Oh, yeah. I kind of I like tuned them out. But yeah, the, these are. Yeah, like a cat head and a and, and little cyclops. A little curse. There's a talking glove that introduces us to our first look of the DuckTales Capcom game, which, of course, yeah. really good. A great game. Crazy that that's... I never played it, but that's weird that that's a good game. It's it's so good. It's really... It's one of the first games I ever beat. And the, the music. The music is so good. Is it by the same Batman people? or? Uh, so that's Capcom... Batman is Sunsoft. This is Capcom, but it is still very good. I prefer the Sunsoft stuff slightly, but like. But uh, to me, I don't know if it if it gets any better than the Moon theme from Ducktales. I can't believe with the new Ducktales cartoon that they turned the Moon theme into a song with lyrics. Was that like a negative thing? It's, like... it's a good thing. Oh, good thing. Because it's great, and it's yeah. it's like an actually like they make it a heartfelt part of a story. It's it's weird. It's weird that that show is really good. And yeah. are you playing Scrooge McDuck in this? You are. You are. And you kill things so you, with your. You're, uh, you're playing a cane. Scrooge McDuck is a villain. Am I, am I Wait, right? I, or is you he? You played. A, you played Shovel Knight, right? Yes. The the bouncing mechanic in Shovel Knight is Scrooge's pogo thing from Ducktales. Like it's like exactly really? from that. Yeah, that game is heavily influenced by this game. This this thing this game called Infiltrator. This is one of the worst illustrations I've ever seen. 
I don't know, might as well have been submitted by one of the children. This guy, whoever yeah, this illustrator a, like, is. Back when I was talking, if, if I had the context of this being a child, I'd be like, <laughs> applause, good for you. Right. If you're like a pr- professional artist, different story. Professional so, artist. For the listener, what's Yikes. like working against this is the level of detail in the drawing is not great. It's also unfinished, so you can like see the marker lines and it just tapers off to white on one corner of the image. So it, it honestly looks like they're like, we need something to put here. You have 20 minutes. Yeah. This Maybe is, it's an emergency. Yeah, so I like this artist a lot, if this is that same artist, but this is definitely... Not his best work. They were not given a chance to do a good job here. At the very bottom of this section, it says, it's a pack watch, power to the people. They tease the power glove. Boo! And U-Force, two terrible products. Boo, yeah. I had a U-Force. Do you remember that? (laughs) No. That thing was terrible. Uh, I guess this is, the idea is that you can... Put your hands in front of the sensor and play the game that way. Yeah, it was in the. I think it was in the previous issue, and we talked a little bit about it. Yeah. But it is sensors, and then that joystick is the bottom of those joysticks have reflectors on them that you're physically rotating into place. So of course, like it didn't register anything. Like it was, it was like using the activator on the Sega Genesis. It's just not good. Yeah, it seems like a cool idea if it worked. But buried at the very bottom of this page is the Nintendo Game Boy. Man, what's Boom. that? <laughs> what? What's a Game Boy? Yeah, they, they say... Well, it's not out yet, right? I'm it's, it's not out, but I just don't know, were they not confident in this product? It seems like they would have a whole section about yeah, Game Boy. They were like, How, this isn't a glove. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do get the impression that because... Because at this point, the Lynx was already out. So you already had like a thing with a bigger screen that was full color, that was more powerful. And maybe at Nintendo of America, they get word that they're, you know, Gunpei Yukoi has designed this thing and they're like, we're going to put it out. And it, it's this green monochrome screen. It doesn't look especially great. There's already competing stuff that looks way better. Maybe they were like kind of hedging their bets. Yeah. Maybe internally it's like, I don't know. I will see. Okay. They didn't launch it with Tetris though. There's gotta be some confidence there. That's right. That's true. Yeah. Fucking Tetris. Tetris maybe they didn't good. know. Maybe it's just so yeah, early we, we they got didn't know Tetris was coming. This green screen and this dumbass block game. <laughs> good luck with your block game system. <laughs> yeah, we got the block boy coming out. <laughs> They're just there, mocking it. There was a competing monochrome game system that was literally like the main game it came with was just Breakout. So it was a block game system. Really? I don't remember. I think it even had a paddle. Like was a this dial. like one of those like Tecmo systems or what was that? They were like, I keep they cost like 12 call- bucks a piece. No, it wasn't one of the Tiger electronics right, things. Right. What was that thing called? I would see it in the Sears catalog and I would like, I did. Uh, I was like, I got to get this. Do you guys know what Build-A-Bear Workshop is? Oh, yeah. Oh, how could I not? There was like a thing where um, I'm pretty sure like there was like some shitty gaming console that was not doing well. So they sold it as a gaming console for your bear. <laughs> and I bought it. And it was literally just like a like a literally like shitty handheld gaming console. Oh wow. But it was for your bear, so it like it added some So this is like the one of the add-ons for the bear <laughs> is the game console. Yeah. Wow. So we've made it to the end. I, this is crazy cuz this is the first time we're doing this with a guest, but we got to give our Howard and Nestor ratings. Yeah. So if you're not familiar, it's a um just a simple 1 through 10 for both Howard and Nestor and how we're currently feeling with them. Yeah, and only Brett can add rules to how the ranking works, apparently, because 
Uh, he, will, he added like you can give him a tenth of a point. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. I, I like to add those decimal points, and I might not. I feel like I might not this time. It's okay, pretty, I, I'm pretty confident in my answers already. How are Nestor ratings? So Nestor tried. He, he was, tried his best. He was tricked once again. He, he was, but yeah, which again, yeah, it's like it's he, very you know, entrepreneurial. He figured out that there was a need in the market, and he honestly thought he was going to go help with a feature film. It's a, but there is a bit of a fool me twice, shame on me scenario going on, <laughs> which I think detracts from his overall score, at least in my view. Yeah, I would agree because, like, again, he's literally, clearly just a boy trying to pursue his dreams, um, and uh, and, and God, not a very how hopeful. The, the look on his face, he's just like, oh my god, I can't believe this is working. But he's like yeah. trying to keep it cool because he's meeting the director in that panel. Like it, he's, hmm. um, and Howard gets him pretty good this time because honestly. He's the, pretty, the double ninja fake out, I think, was pretty clever. Yeah, that's uh, that's like sixty chess. I mean, that's that's yeah. pretty amazing. It's like um, Howard sixty moves ahead, and, and Nestor's just chewing on the pawns. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I feel like this is a you know, it's like the do- opposite of a dark middle chapter is like I, it's like a plateau where it's like nothing really happens, but a lot happens. This feels like a plateau, like we're in between. It's like the calm before the storm, maybe. Okay. That was kind of my takeaway. I don't feel like... I feel like Nestor still has further to fall, and Howard still has to... When's Nestor going to learn? It's really my question. (laughs) And it's just not happening. He's just... He's being fooled and tricked by Howard over and over again. And Howard has clearly just put himself in this dominant position where he's just drooling and enjoying like, yeah, the he power Yeah, he gets it. off on it. This little, this Controlling little a little child. Idiot. Uh, and, like, the thing is, like, I, like, Nestor needs to, like, do something. Whether even if, it, if he accidentally, you know, pulled one over on Howard, I would I'd even like it. Even, like, just taking a little swipe at Howard, like, later. Like, totally. Like, honestly, just... Could so, Nestor be bothered to be right about one video game-related thing if, in if his entire with, life? If, if this ended with Nestor, like, buying brass knuckles, that, that at least would be like, oh, maybe he'll fight back soon. Yeah, like, or, like, he finds somewhere to buy a gun. Like, yeah. an unregistered gun. <laughs> yeah, he, he buys a gun from a hobo. <laughs> and just <laughs> the thing stole is... stole it from somebody's home. I, yeah, I don't care, but, like, any amount of change, but Nestor just is, is stuck. And and again, I yeah, I have to say, uh he's back at his original position for me at a one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about Howard? How are you feeling about him? Um <laughs> Cause H- Howard is Howard's barely in this. This is like if we actually saw what Howard was up to right now, I mean, maybe he's like we saw the real Howard who's put on a little weight in the contest. You know, picture is he busy having uh is he is he having a kid in the is the comic version like having a kid also? Oh, like yeah, it's the question of whether we like uh, add real life Howard into this uh, the, the comic book version of Howard. Yeah, because he's like, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. It's tough. He's Howard. just working uh, as a stuntman so he can get home and keep his infant alive, so I, his wife can get like an hour to herself. Mm-hmm. Once in do, a goddamn full moon, you know, like there, it's like it's, it's like okay, Howard is constantly winning this chess match, but it's like there is a point where it's like if you're gonna if you know you're gonna win, get a new opponent kind of scenario too. It's like okay, clearly you have the reins on Nestor, and you've got full control over this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's stagnating. But it's, yeah, it's like okay, like 
get another kid in there. Yeah, I, he I needs guess. he needs a, a challenge. Like if not Nestor, then certainly another child. Maybe someone who's slightly more intelligent. Yeah, totally. Like get a better opponent. So honestly, it's like okay, you outwitted him again. And honestly, the double fake identity scenario was clever. It was you think clever. So? It was yeah. good. Yeah, mm. it was clever. Mm. I. Uh, because at the end of the day, I don't know if you were the security guard or the director at, at the end of the day. Uh, so you pulled one over on me, uh, even. Uh, but, I don't remember us talking about the security guard being Howard. Oh, yeah. I guess that's not a... Both so of the, the security yeah, okay, guards so were I, Howard yeah, also? I'm going to give yeah. Howard... Holy shit. I'll give Howard a four. Wow. 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 Okay. Well, listen, I got to... Hang on. I get to go. You get to go last because okay. you're the guest. All right. You're the guest of... <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> bit of a Howard Nessus scenario going on right now. Uh, you know, I, I'm i really disappointed in this comic now that we've talked through it. I think it's really uninteresting. Like, okay, I feel well, like we're not reading the comic. I know, but it's Nestor's fault that we're back, you know, here. <laughs> if, if Okay, imagine a world where, like, your average Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote cartoon was just like Wile E. Coyote buys a mousetrap, sets it up, Roadrunner ignores it, and Wiley e. Coyote is mildly disappointed. That would be terrible. Looney Tunes would go out of business. <laughs> that would yeah. be the end of Looney Tunes, and that's what I see here. Because I mean, to your, you made an excellent point. Like I'm kind of, I'm honestly really depressed. Like <laughs> thinking about how. Because I came in, and I was like, "This is cute. This is cute. It's got a punchline. This is a cute little comic." But now I'm just like, "God, they're just spinning." spinning their wheels so yeah. i'm gonna give nestor a one and i'm gonna give howard the first zero of the podcast oh zero really wow howard this, gets a zero are you giving him a zero because he's the one controlling i'm giving him a zero because he's not even here he's not even here well he is though he's three different characters at the same time <laughs> if he's three different characters why am i so bored <laughs> Like the, oh, that, that you're telling me that the more he's yeah the more he's in the he more he's in the scheme the more uninteresting the scheme is and the more whelmed I'm in I'm not overwhelmed I'm not underwhelmed I'm just whelmed I'm Howard gets a zero okay All right. okay Andy yeah. what do you got well Nestor's obviously like a dumb little kid right yeah yeah absolutely okay, so he gets a one okay great. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and uh, Howard, you know, Howard's pulling this magnificent, in my mind, I am mesmerized by what Howard has done. This is like expert CIA level stagecraft. This is like, the the best stagecraft is transparent. The, Mm -hmm. The people will never catch wise, not in a million years. So that is, and, and, uh, he executed his plan so flawlessly, um, just like, when Howard said, hey, you can be the professor for a day, and then after uh, shoved his face into a bunch of, of dirt and said, yeah. now you're the professor of dirt. Right. Um, so Howard being cunning and smart gets a six from me. Okay. Wow. Man, this is like when we both read the same Haruki Murakami book, and it's just like, I just don't see anything there. And you're like, this is one of the best experiences I've ever had. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I, 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 Do you? <laughs> well, like, okay, so... Uh, Andy's new to the deep game of Howard, so... Uh, oh, he's wowed because he's... This is... Okay. Yeah, if, if I... if I, I would imagine if I had done a, 
a deep dive like you guys have over the past several issues. Living and breathing Howard Phillips. It would, I would, it would probably like be a four. Months. Yeah. It'd Something like that. Yeah. Cause, um, like we've recently seen Howard pull inception on Nestor to control him. Um, <laughs> he, he incepted him to keep him out of the childcare system. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Howard, Howard, Howard also rigged the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, to, I think I remember ensure, that. Yeah. To try to get Dukakis elected, which wow. of course didn't work, but you know, like not everything Howard Howard always executes well, but it's not always necessarily effective. Sure. sure. Do, do we think we're going to have, have controversy of an artist making Nestor too sexy? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I I say we uh, we wait and see. I don't have anything to say after that. I have, I, have, I have one more thing to say. Oh, okay. We can edit this before the the ratings because I did have one thing to say. Um, in the pack watch. So this last page of the pack watch, Nintendo Power directly contradicts itself, and this calls back to the reader's letters. Right. Um, uh, uh, it says, shoot. "Sequel City, Super Mario Brothers Three. Mario will be able to fly." What? We'll tell you everything as soon as we can. Keep reading Nintendo Power for the latest. This would seem to directly contradict when the response to the letter said it's not coming out on nes but it's going to come out on this dumb arcade system it's 1989 i'm sitting in my room next to my race car well, bed and i am eight years old and i have just been just realized that i've been lied to by nintendo power why does that imply- who else is lying to you oh my god why does that imply it's going to be on the nes oh my god. it just says it's coming out it could be coming out on the arcade. well it's on the play choice 10 but i think all pack watch to me means all, all of these other games are coming out on the NES. Okay. I'm using context clues to assume that it's going to come out on a game pack. Th- yeah, I'm with you. Is this a glimpse at some internal in, like some infighting at Nintendo? Oh, yeah. There was a big war well, over this. Big question, though. Is, so Super Spy Hunter is coming out. Does that imply <laughs> a good... Does that, <laughs> A is super it, spy hunter implies the existence of a regular spy hunter. Does that imply a that's is super spy hunter a super Nintendo game? No, because they don't. <laughs> they got like two years before the super. Well, I I want to just dovetail on something that Brett said because the naming convention for Super Nintendo games is super su- super blank. Super Metroid, right. Super Metroid, Super Punch Out. The existence of Nintendo Power implies the existence. Of Super Nintendo Power. And Super Mario Bros. Super. <laughs> there was more than one man on the grassy knoll. Uh, 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 Princess Peach grabs a turnip. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Thanks for having me on the pod. Hey. Thanks for being, on the, thanks pod, for being on the pod, Andy. That was, that was a real fantastic treat for the both of us. Oh, thank you. It was a treat for me as well. I had a great time. You had a great time. You had a great time, had a great Brett. Time. Yeah. Did our listener have a great time? We'll see. We'll um, see. The Now You're Playing with Podcast Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Power Players Power Team. Music by Games Cameron. Find back episodes, send us emails, and do cool stuff at our website, nowyou'replaying.com. It's your with an E, because we know how to do grammar. <laughs> <laughs>